What is going on, everybody? And welcome to the VR Link. <laughs> How are you all doing? Uh, this is your weekly Sunday VR chat show that gives you and us a chance uh, to catch up with what has been going on yeah, in the world of VR, uh, whether it be news and gaming. Uh, I'd like to thank the list of uh, amazing patrons down below and the channel members. Uh, thank you ever so much for all your support and if you're looking for ways to support the channel Please check the links in the description and while you're there, please join the community discord uh, full of positive VR enthusiasts And uh, we have a, a lot of ranging different headset owners in there. So that's pretty cool You can leave us questions ideas or conversation points uh, for next week's show. So allow me to introduce uh, From from now on he will be top left Nat from seven degrees of gaming I'm afraid Nat is not here right now, but you can leave a message is it Polish Paul? <laughs> Sound like Polish Paul. <laughs> then we've got, um, in the top right, we've got Salsa from Salsa Ketchup VR. Hey. And then we have Lincoln Clay from Lincoln Clay 6 and 0, who could do a far better intro of himself than I ever could. <laughs> you guys know who it is. It is the godfather of VR, the ageless wonder, the most interesting man ever to play pistol with. How's everybody doing today? Oh man, I am absolutely exhausted. <laughs> this was this was the biggest nightmare ever today. <laughs> I swear. It was unbelievable. Oh, oh it was oh, absolutely yeah. honestly guys, I've been trying to get this working for Well, we was already at half six. So an hour and a half to get this show going. So um Yeah. Right. How are you guys? How is everyone on the show? You all right, guys? You all ready? Yeah. We're, 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 we're willing to go. We're raring to go. We're on there. The chat is here. Let's do this thing. Excellent stuff. Let's say hello to some people who have clicked that bell and joined us ever so quickly. Oculus Quest Fun, how are you doing? Secrets of... Uh, dude, I just realised you are not a mod on my channel, and you've been mm -hmm. on here forever. TGK, Dark, how are you doing? I'm loving the GT symbol. Robert Dodge... JD Max, how is it all going? DJ, we got your question, dude, off Discord. We will go through that soon enough. Uh, hello, Fez. Uh, Christopher Hart. Hello, Paradise. Nice. How you doing, guys? Guy Sun. You know, uh, Blam Crotch, no, I did not beat your score at Pistol Whip. In fact, I'm probably the only one that hasn't even gotten through a song yet. I said I'm the most interesting man to play Pistol Whip, not the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's a I like that, I like that. Hopefully this is all sounding good for you guys. Um, we're all on one audio source. Uh, hopefully that means we won't be also like um, cancelling each other out, uh, which is different. I, I just started recording. It sounded okay. It wasn't too bad. Who else we got? We got Blam Crotch and... Nice guys, R. Grambo, Sharon, Eesh. Hot G, Marcus. How you doing, guys? How you doing? You're good. Thank you for putting up with this. It's absolutely crazy. We'll try and make it worth your while. Um, so one thing I wanted to share before we get going, and this is probably going to be all over the place, is um, <coughs> something I picked up. A VR arcade. I don't think it's got any music, um, so we might be able to talk over it. Oh, uh, yeah. But um, let me just say, it's like a two-minute clip of... So I didn't know there was so much going on in VR arcades. I know there's Beat Saber and stuff, but um, yeah, there's some other bits. So let's quickly take a look at this and see. Hopefully it won't take up the full screen. Let's see what happens. And that is actually Cyberwoods. So let's try and turn that around. <laughs> I'm just going to do it on the fly. Hopefully I can flip it. Let me... No. 
I know, man. I'm killing myself. <laughs> I can't get it straight. I can't get it straight. That's it. It was better last week. I wasn't even awake last week and it all went well. It, that should have been fine. If I play any other trailer, if I play any other trailer, it'd be fine, guys. Oh, uh, we hope so. We hope so. Otherwise, that people will be watching the video on the playback and they'll be like... I It'd be like a, well, it's, it's, it's an odd, odd change from something like I don't know. I'll tell you what though, right? Have you noticed that everyone's heads aren't dancing around? Yeah? The only way to get everyone's heads not dancing around is we have to pay for it. So <laughs> it's like what the, Skype just won't deliver. Oh dear. Well, we, we, we know what we can say about uh, Microsoft. Yes, we will get yeah. to that shortly. So, um, with that all being said, let's uh, let's talk about what everyone has been playing let's start with Nat because he's having issues breathing so <clears throat> it make me happy <laughs> so... I, I ain't played anything in VR um, I have uh, now um, got my uh, desktop uh, PC so I will be able to pay to, uh, partake with the Oculus Quest Link and play some PC games Nice. Uh, but I've had to, to be honest I work in a, a retail so as you can imagine because uh, it's Black Friday, it's been uh, extremely stressful, and it's going to be stressful for a few more days. Um, but yeah, I have, I, to be honest, I haven't been able to play uh, any VR. I, uh, I wanted to play some Aspire and Doctor Who and uh, uh, stuff like that, uh, and Gollum. I've actually found my navigation controller. Yay! Um, yeah. So uh, I, hopefully next week I'll uh, I'll have a lot more to uh, a lot more to say. Sweet. Excellent. What about uh, you, Sal? What have you been up to? Well, uh, obviously, I had the operation a couple of weeks ago. Uh, been off for a week recovering, but I have played some games. So uh, I played the uh, preview of Radial G uh, Proteus, which I believe you played also. I did. Yes, it's uh, very good. On, oh, on, on the on the quest. Yeah, I'm actually very pleased with that. I, I'm very surprised because I played that. On PSVR, and I thought it was dead boring on PSVR. It feels like a different game. I'll be honest. It, it does. does. It does feel like a completely different game. Yeah. It feels like the the controls are a lot better on that. The the track design is there, and I was actually actually now I'm notice noticing that there is a proper track layout because normally with these like anti gravity cylindrical on the tube games they're not as good as an actual track like you know wipeout that's yeah and you can't think, see the track layout that's the but only I thing i was noticing that actually if you get that inside line so you can see more of the track and learn the tracks it'd be good and also they've refined the um the movement enough so that when you're going around the outside of the tube it's a fast turn you get the speed up it actually whacks extra amounts of uh, G's on you and throws you to the outside of the tube and stuff like that. It is, it's, it's actually pretty good. Yeah, Plus it's pretty like cool because you can actually like fly off the track and stuff, which is it's, it's great. Yeah, I mean, I like that. But did you notice there was no comfort options? Yeah, there was no comfort options. Um, is that it a is good not thing a full or a build. bad thing? Like, do you think they're going to be yeah. included then? I think they'll include some. 
um, possibly a little bit of blinders here or there. But um, other than that, it's full pace. And when you get on to the next tier, the, the, the second round of the tier... Uh, Nat, I think your mic is... Is it very close to a keyboard or something? Because I'm getting yeah. a little bit of feedback. Only yeah, okay, I'll... Uh, that's right. I didn't know who it was, and then I heard Nat that's, start that's typing. Me. I was like, yeah, that's Nat. All right, cool, man. I'm yeah. still setting up my PC, sorry. That's all good. <laughs> Exciting times. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot different in, in those terms. I was really actually impressed, and I like the graphical style. I think yeah. the graphical style for that actually works well so um i've got good hopes for that as a uh as a game now i do think that some people are going to come in and if they don't actually uh get the mechanics too well or they don't pay attention to that they actually have to learn the track yeah that it is a track to learn then they're going to get bored a little earlier. I think there was but... um, seven or eight cars on there, nine tracks, and you can't like mm. unless you've got like Jedi reflexes on some of these. You you you're you're right. You're going to have to know well, that when you get around this certain turn, you're going to have to spin 180 degrees to the right to get uh, exactly. on the right side of the tube. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And when you get up past to the next tier, it's it's just another deal on speed again yeah so um i've got high hopes for that one yeah for sure the other game i've been playing uh which anybody tuned in for was no way out uh, oh yeah yeah that was funny man that was funny <laughs> that was uh, that was <laughs> your you enjoy that yeah it was good mate it was good Did you enjoy that yeah so that's uh basically a horror murder mystery which is set in a creepy mansion and is a it's a walking simulator Oh, hang Na- on. Nat, you turned something on. Hmm? Nat, I think you, you just... just turned it's on. like you turned something on and all of a sudden we've got loads of feedback. Uh, hold on. Hello? You still there? Hello. Why is that? What's it like that now? Was what, that was it. That was the thing that you... It's really loud, whatever it is. It wasn't there a second ago. It's like you put... Oh. It's sort of changing. It's still there. I just might, uh, I muted my mic a little second ago when you said about it's the gone keyboard. Now. It's, it's gone now. Is it? Okay. okay. It's like, yeah. What the hell there, there? Right. I don't know. You Sorry. know that bit, you know bit back to the future before he like does the plectrum and he goes flying through the speaker? Mm-hmm. It was like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. When he's turned on the power and he's just gone, he's just gone, and you that's get the, 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 the buzz of the electric. So that's what you hear in the feedback. Yeah, I'm still, buzz yeah, yeah, yeah. of the electric where it just goes, boom. <laughs> it's like that's the one and that's the one I remember that good times good times alright go on and Lincoln what you been playing man <clears throat> been doing a lot of dabbling this week uh, dabble with uh, Inspire 1 a little bit more uh, this week uh, did my normal pistol whip and beat saber for my cardio uh, what else did I do um, because of the FI the FIA World Championships going on with uh, GT Sport. Yeah. You know, that uh, kind of got my juices going a little bit. And then um, the icing on the cake was watching JD Max uh, play some uh, racing games on uh, Twitch. So that prompted me to pull out my racing wheel and jump back on uh, Project Cars 2 and GT Sport and do a little bit of VR over there, too. So. Oh, nice, man. I and, need uh, to. Uh... I just picked up uh, Stormland this morning, and um, I'm going to give that a shot as soon as this uh, podcast is over. Nice. I need to uh, reset up my wheel. 
to be fair. Yeah, JD Max, I was watching you on Twitch, and uh, that was uh, that was the icing on the cake. And I pulled out my racing wheel and jumped on uh, Project Cars, and um, and uh, GT Sport. And uh, wow, those that I really miss playing those racing games, and I'm going to get back to playing those more. I love watching JD Max yeah. race. He's got that. Um, he's got the light behind him. He has explained to me what it is. It'll tell you if he's like pitting, turning left, or he's got someone overtaking him. And stuff. I can't remember what it's called. He did tell me. I'm uh, my brain's all over the place, um, <laughs> but it looks really cool you're, on his stream. You, you you're talking about um, uh, what's? I'll, I'll I'll figure it out in a minute. You figure it out. You figure it out in a minute. Um, what have, I've had a crazy week uh, again. It feels like I've had a crazy week anyway. It's probably not that not that crazy. Um, what did we have? We had last week's VR link, obviously. Uh, Fisherman's Tale. I've done a full playthrough of that on the Oculus Quest. Really enjoyed it. It's a fantastic port of the game. I played it on PlayStation VR. Um, both, and to be fair, I think someone in the chat said, oh, is it better than the PSVR version? It wasn't. It was exactly the same. It was just as good. It was just as beautiful. And I absolutely loved it. Um, then I checked out. I was meant to go to bed nice and early because that was after the, uh, still trying to catch up with some sleep after the charity stream. Uh, then Dr. Beef messaged me and said, dude, do you want to check out Quake 2 on the Oculus Quest? And I was like, hell yeah. So I made a video on that. That was brilliant. Um, then we had Radial G Proteus. Then yep. we had the Upload VR Holiday Showcase, which we can quickly talk about if you want. Um, Nat, you was actually on the stream anyway, and you preferred the pacing of this one, did you say? Uh, it wasn't just the pacing. I thought the pacing was excellent, but the clarity of information was a lot better. So one of the mm. issues that I had with the E3 one is, it was like, hey, this game is coming. And then you, they went on to another game and suddenly you were like, well, what headsets is this one coming to? Oh, you right. had no idea. Um, and what I liked is pretty much after every single snippet that they had, uh, they had, you know, this is the game. They've, and They've refined uh, their format quite a good bit. Yeah, so I said, oh, this is coming on this day. And... Um, um, uh, and these are the headsets it's coming to. So I thought they gave a, a, a ton of uh, information. I, and I did think the pacing was better as well. So um, kudos to upload VR on that one, definitely. Superb. Um, yeah, so did you guys watch it? Did you get on with it? Um, I did watch it as well. Um, I, I thought it was, it was well done, um, quite well presented. I think there's still got a little bit of working to do on the formatting just to pull the quality up uh, a little, um, just as, you know, for a standard of a show. Yeah. Um, just a, a, a couple of things to do with, like, uh, presenter audio and stuff like that, just just to pull that level up, because it's, it's, it's fine. It was definitely watchable, but it's not like Sony hosting a show or... IGN hosting a show or somebody else like that hosting a show, but that's obviously the the aim to get something that goes on those veins that's nicely coordinated and it's it's progress made. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was really good. I actually loved their very first show, but I think I loved it so much because we was getting lots of new VR games that we'd never seen before. Um, as this time, I don't think there was so much of that. Was there? There wasn't many new titles announced it was um i think well we... i've actually got a list of everything they announced i mean there was there was quite a bit but there was also a lot of ports and things like that that they uh, uh they put on there mm. there wasn't the sort of like the shocks oh well that was a surprise and oh that was a surprise i mean you had certain things like uh crunch element uh kind of stands out 
uh, obviously uh, Fatal Legion. I know you you flipped over that one uh, yourself, GT. Um, so you know, uh, we also some saw some stuff about Pixel Rip nineteen ninety five, um, a, a sequel to a game that I can't wait for. Um, so yeah, there's you know there's a ton of stuff that they went through. I thought it was. Um, uh, like I say, it was a, a really well done show. Yes, there might have not been the mega ton announcements, but to be perfectly honest, that's most probably got to be very hard to do anyway. Yeah, um, Phantom Covert Ops pale is, to um... Half Life. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Phantom Covert Ops. I missed, Ops I, I missed really that good. whole uh, convo as well. So hopefully we'll go back onto what's happening with Half Life at some point. Yeah, there's no doubt we can. We you know if anyone's missed the trade, I'm sure they haven't. But we can talk about uh, the Valve Index obviously because we now know it's. Sold out, I believe, or pre-orders have, uh, have gone back to. They've sold America, out, so. America, and Canada have sold out. That is awesome. That is awesome. And you're thinking about and getting an index yourself. Yeah. I am thinking about getting the index myself. I, I've, I was because we've got Black Friday sales at the minute. I was sort of like, are they going to put in Black Friday sale? And I know there's the Oculus sale that's going on with the Rift S. So I was like, do I go and buy a Rift S when I've got my CV one still? Mm. or do I go for an index what's making you go this way though because obviously like you see Boneworks trailers and you see um, you see uh, Half-Life yeah. Alex is, it, is that the main reason it is that and the I want the extra that extra bit of FOV yeah. basically in my race games as well so if I'm looking at race games we know that I know that the clarity of uh, the headsets are on a similar par where it comes to clarity they're both really really good uh the only difference is with the index i get a little bit more fov yeah and that's enough to make the immersion when you're sitting in a vr car that little bit nicer oh without a doubt man because they got that thing at like a lot of uh races have like triple monitor setups don't they and stuff because they want that extra field of view. And I imagine in virtuality, using the index is great. I absolutely loved it, man. I loved that extra FOV. I thought it was great. Um, and if yeah, I, I mean, it, it's it, it, how much How much did you feel it? I'm, I'm curious, because it can be up to 30 degrees more. How much did I feel it? So I, I went in after VR Oasis on After the Fall, and he had it set up, because he already had one, where he had the... You can move the lenses in and out, can't you? You can move the lens forward back yeah, yeah so he had the lenses really close up so it and i didn't even notice actually it was um it was brilliant like, i'll be honest with you it was absolutely brilliant because it i think i was use i was doing some uh location-based vr with another guy uh using mm -hmm. uh vive pros and then i went yeah. to the index and it's funny enough it's yeah. weird the transition to the index from that headset wasn't that amazing like it was lovely and clear, a bit like the I found the Rift S though very the clarity was suddenly oh wow this is lovely, um, yeah. And you know, so I wasn't like wowed by the FOV, but then when I went back to the Vive Pros, did I realise I was like yeah wow I, it is like you know what I mean? There's your view has changed completely, and for that to happen, mm -hmm. I was like bloody hell, and it. It was it was quite amazing. Uh, I wish they weren't so expensive because I think if if people manage to test them oh, out, yeah. they chase it. 
they would chase it. Oh yeah, I mean, I I I get where you're going on that. Cause, I mean, I've 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 done the thing where I in the same day, I went from using a Star VR, which has um, which is the old version of the Star VR, not the current one, but it has 200 degree field of view. Right. Um, and then back to a normal uh 100 degree view, and it's like, jadum. Yeah. So. You know, Star VR is literally, you can put your arms out and you still see your hands. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so it's crazy big. But um, so I'm just wondering how you felt on that. And it's 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 one of those things that's kind of like, um, I'm thinking, I might like that extra field of view. It's very comfy. I might like the knuckles. It's super comfy yeah. as well. You're going to absolutely love that. Um, let's quickly go through some comments as well before my Siri kicks in. Yep. Um, what, what games have people been playing, guys? What can we see? Um, there uh, we got people asking about anyone checked out Stormland. Yeah, played Stormland oh, when yeah. it came out. Fortunately, just before the uh, my breakup from my operation, um, I know that. Uh, Nat there, Seven Dog, is definitely uh, setting up his PC now. And Stormland, was that already on your buy list? Uh, it's a two-buy. Um, the two-buy. Uh, I've actually brought two Oculus Rift games in the past few days. I brought Edge of Nowhere, the game by Insomniac, because mm. that was on sale. That was I good. like sales, uh, as does everyone. And uh, Lone Echo uh, is currently on oh, yeah. sale. Uh, for eighteen pounds ninety nine, rather than twenty nine ninety nine. I don't think you can go wrong with that. You um, can't so go I've, wrong with I've that. I purchased that. Uh, I didn't think there'd be any offers on Stormlands because it's just too close for it to be released. Mm. Um, so uh, I've kind of said that the first thing I actually do want to try uh, of mm. the PC is actually the lab, uh, the the thing that Valve did three years ago, because yep. I think some of the things that they done in the lab will translate over to Half-Life Alex. I'm just interested to watch that. But then after that, yeah, I'll, I'll hit the um, uh, the actual Oculus games. Um, I've, I've actually been speaking to Link and I've said that if he can wait a little bit for Stormlands till uh, next weekend, uh, I'll make sure I buy Stormlands for next weekend because obviously you can play the game co-op and we'll actually do a, a, a live co-op stream with our first impressions of the game. Uh, together. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I'd love to do the co-op. You need to actually play to a certain point before you can get the co-op going, and this is important. You have to play the first intro part has to be done solo, and then you can go into the oh, uh, rest of the campaign as co- co-op. Me, okay, so with that being said, I can go ahead and play it that far, because I bought it this morning and I haven't seen it yet, and I'm just dying to see what it looks like, so I can play it to that point. And then I can then I can wait for you, Nat. Yeah, cool. Nice guys. So um, a lot of people have been playing. It looks like Synth Riders, uh, Pistol Whipped again, uh, which is pretty cool. Why not? Aspire One. I, I think they've done the update now for PlayStation VR, and they have um, addressed the blinding issue. With it. But I think they couldn't get removed or something. Um, and also, to be fair, once again, it wasn't quite clear what you had to do to remove them. Turning theatre mode off is something no one's ever done, I don't think, in virtuality, to know that gets rid of blinders. Like, I've never heard that and seen that as a tick box. That was their new scheme. Um, which, you know, it still shows you how uh, 
some VR things are still in their infancy, isn't it? You know what I mean? There's still ways to go. Um, there's still new ways of labeling stuff. Yeah, I need to step in for a second in the chat. Whoever's dragging their feet about picking up Lone Echo, stop dragging your feet and go pick it up while it's still on sale, I believe. Nice. Oh, yeah. Lone, Lone Echo is one of those uh, great examples of, of different things. But I'll talk about that as, a bit as well with some other stuff. Oh, this is a brilliant one. So, um, well, yeah, definitely get Lone Echo. I second that. Gollum, good or not? Okay, Gollum. Gollum. Okay. So, do you know what? I'm... You've 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 played it. Wait, you've played it. You... Yeah, I know. But listen, we was gonna. <laughs> this is gonna be part of our our thing, yeah. But this is my VR news jingle that we're not missing because okay. we're gonna go to VR news. <laughs> we laughed before. It's serious, man. It's I need to be. I'll step in. <laughs> I need papers to shuffle, God damn it! This is VR news. Dun, 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 we need pa- papers to shuffle. Yeah. Oh, mate, that'd be brilliant. I'd love a fan like Snake. Excellent stuff. <laughs> this is so not serious, isn't it? This is um <laughs> right. Let's have a look. So yeah. So going on to the VR news. Um, just to quickly catch up because we are going to come across what we were just talking about. Perp Games Christmas Advent Calendar thing has started uh, and basically while in the videos while you watch them they will explain to you different colours for different codes sort of thing in different regions I did post it everywhere so hopefully people could catch day one which was Kaz and Shari's uh, and what they do is they drop uh, digital codes in there and they have physical giveaways as well so yeah definitely check that out over this month and anything you buy from Perp Store or Perp Games, sorry, uh, 100% of those proceeds, uh, as in profits, uh, will go to Crisis, which is a homeless charity. So yeah, that's um, that's pretty cool. Watch out! Oh, that's for, good. Watch out for day seven. And then um, what else have we got? VR Cover uh, has got a sale going on. Can I get this to come up? No, I bloody can't. Is it that one? No. Uh, yeah, VR Cover got a sale going on, guys. Uh, and I think there's, there's quite a lot on there, and I think some of them are up to 50%, but I don't know how much stuff was for the quest, as I know a lot of you are quest owners, uh, but definitely jump over there, check it out, and that finishes uh, Monday the 2nd, so that's tomorrow, so definitely jump on there as soon as you can. Then uh, we've already spoke about the Valve Index, um, basically selling out, as you said, after the Half-Life Alex announcement, which is really exciting, and as we know, I think if you have the headset, uh, you get the game for free. If you buy the controllers and you don't own the headset, um, you you get the game for you free. You get the game for free. Yeah, because or if you just buy the headset by itself, yeah, you get the game for free. Can you use the knuckles? I've read you can use the knuckles with uh, HTC Vive quite easy. Um, um, yes, you can. But through Oculus is a bit, it's a bit harder to use apparently. Uh, you can't through um, Oculus because what you need is the Vive tracking stations. See the the knuckles, the index controllers use Vive, uh, well Valve tracking stations. So that's the <laughs> Valve One tracking stations yeah. that came with the original Vive uh, Pro, or well Vive and Vive Pro. Um, or uses the new uh, Index 2 um, Valve tracking stations. Nice. So either of those tracking stations and that, that'll work. You could Frankenstein something together. I believe Cass 
Cass from Cass and Cherry actually Frankenstein something together so that she had an Oculus on but was using Knuckles at the same time. But you do really have to know how to work some tech magic right. to get that to happen. <laughs> and saying you you guys are draining my wallet. I'll take the chat. It's not just us. It's definitely the chat. Oh, like crazy. Um, I, 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 we're surrounded by it by tech people. So um, yeah, it's awesome. Hey, don't feel bad, and because I'm taking that hit too on my wallet. There's so many different experiences out there that it's uh, my goodness. Yeah, for sure. Uh, also, the No Man's Sky uh, synthesis update dropped, in which you have a photo mode and creature riding. Did anyone check that out over here? Did anyone? Get... I, I did yeah. take a look at it, but not for the purpose of uh, riding creatures or anything like that. I simply thought it was a pro patch, you know, to uh, fix the visuals. Okay. So I took a look at it from that standpoint, and it's really tough for me to say I saw a difference in the visuals or not. I really can't say. Do you know what, man? I didn't even... I'll be honest with you. I, um, I struggled to play No Man's Sky because I've... Like, with work, doing the channel, covering all this stuff, it's very hard for me to keep up. And No Man's Sky is a nightmare to play because you get in there and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Every time. I'm, I'm you know, I might... 5% I might have remembered from last time and I really struggle with it and then um, like the last few times people got very excited because they want a visual upgrade they want that patch so I like right I'm going to jump in check out the graphics it's no different everyone you know it, the video gets loads of views and I love that thank you very much but I feel like I'm clickbaiting a little bit <laughs> do you know what I mean like so I, I've sort of stepped away from it for that reason as well because to be fair, it doesn't ever look any different, and I don't think it yeah, looks I much think, different. I think with PC on uh, No Man's Sky, the visuals are there, so I think yeah. all the patches are performance related over there. But I'm still waiting for the pro patch over on the um, over on the PSVR because someone asked me, if, you know, to recommend a PSVR for him. That's one of the games that I want to recommend to him because because of his endless playability. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Where is the VR link thing gone? I've lost something, and I'm trying to find it. <laughs> I don't know where it's I gone. lost my mind, and I miss it. We're, we're waiting for that. I don't. We, we didn't <laughs> want to say anything. Yeah. I don't know where the bloody thing's gone. So, like, you know, we usually play a little a little uh, video in the middle. I don't know where that's yeah. gone. I honestly don't you know. You don't where, know where that's gone. I don't know where oh, it's dear. gone. I'm not, like, you don't know where your widget in the middle's gone. The widget in the middle has just disappeared. Because um, the only thing we can do is look at full screen trailers, and that is like a little bit. Um, what ones have we got on here? Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, that's cool. That's for the next four games we're going to talk about in a minute. So, where are we now? It's the NMS update we've covered. On a Duty Arcade Edition got updated. Nat, do you know much about this? Yeah, uh, because um, uh, Perp Games are just about, or have just released, I believe, the uh, All Out War edition. Um, what Reggie has done uh, quite dramatically, with no extra cost, he didn't have to do it, is he's upgraded the visuals on uh, the original Honor and Duty arcade edition. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. updated the visuals on the Honor and Duty D Day. Uh, we've also, with the All Out War edition, getting the single player patch. Uh, I do have to apologize to Reggie as well because he did send me a code for the single player patch. Uh, as I said, I've been so snowed under, haven't had a chance to, uh, to, to play it yet, but I will do. Um, I'm, um, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I like 
on a duty D day, um, it uh, puts a lot of bigger developers to shame uh, with what that guy and his small team has actually managed to produce uh, with that game. Yeah. Yes, it might not have the greatest visuals, um, but once you're actually in the game, uh, gameplay is king, and that those games have got fantastic gameplay. So I'm really looking forward to the single-player campaign. I'm looking forward to jumping into some more uh, multiplayer uh, when I can. So uh, say I, you know, uh, a lot of praise uh, from me goes out not only to uh, Reggie Strange and his team at Strange Game Studios, but also to Perp Games. I, I think they're absolutely been crushing it now for a few years. Um, and uh, I say, uh, you know, whether you're a big developer or a small developer, um, you know, it, it seems that Perp Games is the place to go to, I say, sell your game. Yeah, so, for yeah. sure. So, yeah. Kudos to yeah. them. So, yeah, really looking forward to that anyway. Uh, saying from JD Max, for information, if anyone has a PC with an AMD GPUs, make sure you check Oculus support for compatibility for the Link Beta. A lot of AMD GPUs are not compatible, and some of them surprisingly just are. I'm getting told um, people are trying it and they're saying it does work. Cards that they said, I think every card they said that does work does yes, work. Yes, they they haven't they haven't uh, tested it. That's the thing. They are not saying that it doesn't particularly work. Is they haven't checked the compatibility to say, yeah, we're happy about saying that this will work for you. So they don't want people coming at them saying, it's not working for this card, it's not working for this card or this card or this card, when they haven't checked it. So mm. um, you will find that there are cases where some things will work, even though they haven't officially said, we officially say that this is is working for it. So yeah, but. JD is very right. You should still check and say, have they actually checked to make sure this is working? Yeah, and someone else mentioned right up earlier in a chat about um, like their experiences with Oculus Link. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing that. Obviously, I think it's going to be nothing but good. What headset you bought? You, so you've got um, what cable did you get in the end? That did you get the Amazon Basics one? Yeah, yeah, the one that you recommended is the one that, yeah, I got it in red because I thought red would be a nice colour. Nice. I got it in red as well. I thought it would be a much better thing because then I can just find it really quick if I want to check something out as as how it works with the link. So, so what are you holding in your hand? Oh, you keep moving. This, yeah, this I'm curious is, about that too. Yeah. yeah, this is the boxed version of Gollum, which as you can see, is still in its wrapper. My uncle does that with um, all his DVDs and it is so boring. No, the reason why it's still in its wrapper is that because I've heard mixed messages all the time from a few different people, I've been holding off on all the other stuff that in my catalogue. I'm not rushing to play this until I've heard enough people say, yeah, the patches are all nice and good. We're happy that it's working well, so that I can try and get the best experience I can with this game. Mate, I was not at like I like the Gollum game. Yeah, I like it, but I got really excited when I heard about these updates and stuff, and I fired it up with my move controllers. I was like, "Here we go," and I was like, "No, that isn't working." Okay. And then I was like, hold on, I'm not. there's no smooth turning. What's going on? I've turned the blinking off, but there's no smooth turning. I was like, all right. 
what? I have to still lean to walk forward. What the hell's going on? And then someone went, yeah, you've got to use the nav controller or your joystick. And I was like, oh, please, man. I just, like, so I've got to hold a controller yeah. and another controller to move in it. And I'm like, dude, just do normal move controls, please. Just do standard, yeah. you know. And well, then... It's like, say, unless you have a nav controller, which we know that Nat's got one. Um, I still don't see buying, like, 10-year-old tech as the answer. <laughs> I still, Maybe they I, I know, Ubisoft. but that's that's a that's a thing. There's only one have... other game on PSVR that uses that controller. Dream Match Tennis. I just don't think it's right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think PSVR players deserve new controllers, man. Like these these constant weird. Hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree. I've done like, videos on that about new controllers. It to your aim. Oh, nice. Uh, I do want to say, actually, in the chat quickly, uh, JD was just saying that he's quickly checked with uh, on the Oculus thing, and they're still saying that AMD uh, uh, GPUs uh, won't work with the Oculus uh, Link. So, yeah, you might be able to get them to run. Let's remember Oculus Link is a beta. Um, So, yeah, if you do have an AMD GPU, uh, if it works, fantastic, but don't expect it to. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, uh, they are dealing with it. It also sent us a link to all of us. So okay, yeah, I just checked that chart out. I should be fine. I've got a uh, Alienware uh, Aurora R7 or R8, so R... 2070 RTX. I got an R. Yeah, I got an Alien R. Nice. <laughs> Why are we doing pirate voices for aliens, man? Yeah, they could. They could be. Yeah, I don't get that. Who knows? I don't get that. Who knows? Right, okay. We've completely lost the plot this week. So. Yeah, we have. So, Facebook buys Beat Games. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to skip all the gump. A lot of questions. They've done basically some uh, talk about why they've done it and how great it is. And I think it is a good thing. That is debatable as well. But um, some of the uh, questions they had. What about 360 level mode and more music? All the other stuff you talked about doing. So these are things that the community has asked. Beat Games is still shipping 360 levels mode in December. I did say that. And more music is coming this year too. That was another discussion about someone who came on the chat last night while playing Boiling Steel. They want Beat Saber. They didn't know what to buy their whole VR system on. Pretty much based on Beat Saber by the sounds of it. And in the end, I recommended a Quest over a PlayStation. What the hell is that? Sorry. Uh, people upstairs running water. Wow. Um, Here, let me... Let me... <laughs> swimming pool. Uh, do you... Do you plan to acquire other studios? Uh, what else are you doing to accelerate VR? Um, we're exploring many ways to accelerate VR. We think next year is going to be an incredible one for VR game launches announcements and uh, Facebook are thrilled to have Beat Games join their team. They've also put this is just the beginning, which also leads to they're going to possibly go and acquire more studios. Um, mm. Who do you think they would go for next then? I mean... Because I look at Stress well, Level Zero, but they're, with, they're, they're doing stuff for Steam, but they are making that game for the Quest, aren't they? Well, if you'd have asked me who uh, who Facebook would have gone through first, it won't beat games. I would have said they'd have gone for Sanzaru because they've entrusted mm-hmm. them with two huge games. They entrusted them with Marvel Powers United, yeah, which is a big license. Right, the game might not be all that great, but it's a big license, and Asgard's Wrath. I reckon they'd go I, for Sanzaru. I yeah. think they will do afterwards, yeah. I would have, I would have thought so makes sense. Um, 
Who's who is building? I, I don't know who actually built uh, Lone Echo. Ready at Dawn. Yeah, I'm ready at Dawn. They're ready the same developers that made the game The Order 1886 on the PlayStation. Yeah, which is, uh, which is a cult favorite. No, actually, yeah. a really good looking game, and I think that game was ahead of its time. <laughs> they... And and I'm really surprised that 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 hasn't come up yet as as a developer oh. for Sony or Facebook to pick up. I think one of the I think somebody's going to pick them up sooner or later. Yeah, I think I think they have to buy them straight away because one of the things I'd have to say about uh, Lone Echo and about um, the upcoming Half-Life um, is that the interactivity of objects, just how many, how the environment reacts to everything. That's something that Lone Echo does amazingly well already. Now you're going to have your and mind I think it's blown. Going to be a, it's it's going to be a big thing. It is going to be a really really big thing in future. So um, it's one of the things where Asgard's Wrath is perhaps more lacking in that you can't pick up everything. You can't, you know, the environment isn't quite as this is where I'm saying about stress level zero, yeah. And I've watched Boneworks footage quite close up. Mm. Everything, yeah. interaction is what makes that game amazing. I mean, graphically it looks yeah. great, but that interaction, it's like they've watched people play that game and they've gone to do something and they're like, we need to let them do that. <laughs> oh, sorry. What? Annie, Annie, that is a class one. Annie just said, I think Facebook will hire Phil Spencer to calm things down a bit. Yeah, we got that. We're going to be talking about that in a minute. Yeah, he's he's pretty good at damage control. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know God, somebody that, that I'd like to see uh, Facebook pick up is the developer of Pavlov and put a team around him. Hmm. Because I think they would put out an awesome first-person shooter game if he had uh, Facebook's resources at his disposal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it, Pavlov's fantastic. Um, I don't play it half as much as I should do. Um, I do need to play that more. Uh, so what else they put? Why beat games? Uh, beat games is a strong team of proven potential uh, across VR games with music. Um, what does this mean for the modding community? We understand and appreciate the value that modding brings to Beat Saber when done so legally and within our policies. We're going to do our best to preserve the value that mods bring to Beat Saber player base. As a reminder, on our, our most recent policy updates give more clarity to how developer mode is intended to be used, such as helping developers build their apps or for enthusiasts to explore new concepts. It is not intended for engaging in piracy, illicit modding, including mods that infringe on third-party IP rights or contain malicious code. So before we get into that, they put, are you going to be slowing down updates for non-Oculus platforms or prioritizing development for Oculus? No, Beat Games will continue to ship content updates for Beat Saber at the same time across all currently supported platforms. Does this mean Beat Games will no longer be independent? Um, the Beat Games team will operate the same way they have to date and as an, in, as an independent studio. They'll continue to work on Beat Saber across all currently supported platforms. So when I read that, I think to myself that do you think the next Beat Saber will be on all platforms? No. South? Um, 
Well, Beat Saber is it is Beat Saber is, Two. Just, Beat Saber Two, for example. Beat or, Saber Two. Um, it'd be foolish if it wasn't. You reckon? It'd be foolish if it wasn't. I'd still think that the the saturation of the market isn't quite there yet. Um, one of the things I was curious about this deal going with though is if they would actually turn on the um what do you call it the cross buy because okay. one of the issues for me is i bought beat saber uh, originally on the oculus store found that i couldn't use live with it to do mixed media streaming oh, so i yeah. bought it again on um uh what do you call it steam, steam. And then I also bought it on the PSVR to do comparisons. Now, if I also want to buy any content packs for those, at the moment, I would have to buy the content pack three times over, which is just wrong. Um, also, I have a Quest, so I haven't bought it for the Quest. So if I want to play the 360 mode, even though I've bought this game three times over yeah. i would have to buy the game a fourth time to be able to try the 360 mode out and then is the game's uh, content packs that i buy on the oculus store for my main pc at home will that apply to my quest as well but that's your i mean your problem is because you're a content provider or you you're a vr influencer so you, all your problems have sort of stemmed from that haven't they for the... oh no yeah yeah but you could have somebody else who likes their vr at home and is using say um who's got a home system vr and has bought up a quest because they have to go around a lot and goes i want to play my beat saber in the hotel yeah. after I've had whatever conferencing or whatever um, and similarly comes home and then he goes oh now you've locked out the mods I don't have any custom songs anymore because of the legality of things Yeah, uh, am I going to have to then still pay again for every single content pack across both formats i know i saying. thought i thought on the oculus side on the oculus rift and the oculus uh, uh quest i thought the dlc was cross by i don't i know the game isn't but i thought the dlc was cross by it's the dlc cross by i couldn't I answer that at the moment i'm not sure maybe someone in the chat knows i'm not sure lincoln what do you think about this then about uh beat games do you think you'll see beat saber on uh say beat saber 2 on another platform uh, I have to agree with Salsa that it would be foolish for them to keep it on the Oculus platform because I think um, it, it's obviously flourishing on the PlayStation VR format, and I would assume that uh, when the next play, when the next Beat Saber comes out, that's going to be the format that's going to be looking forward to looking forward to it the most is over on the PSVR side. Yeah, PS. I mean, PSVR was the first quote unquote completed version of Beat Saber. Before that, Beat Saber was early access. Yeah. The PSV ver PSVR version was the first complete version. Five million headsets. You can't ignore five million headsets. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I'm sorry, you can. Well, It'd you, be absolutely foolish if Activision were to come out with its own console 
uh, tomorrow, do you think they would hold Call of Duty back from the PS4? No, but you're, what you're talking about is... Um, that Facebook has the money to not care about it. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about a company that has brought a studio. Um, and so, I'm, I mean, the easiest one I, c- I can suggest is Insomniac, because uh, obviously we all know that Sony have brought Insomniac. Mm-hmm. Sony have allowed Insomniac to uh, finish off their agreements with everybody. So we know uh, Stormlands will be supported. Um, the plans, I believe there was, there's like DLC plans and stuff like that that uh, Oculus had in place with uh, Insomniac. Those are still happening. There's a thing that they did. Is it for the Magic Leap? I can't remember. Uh, that's coming. That's been confirmed that it's coming out. But any Insomniac game, there won't be a Stormlands 2 coming to the Oculus. In fact, the likelihood is Insomniac's, because uh, I believe that was the part of their, their, their agreement, uh, like with Sunset Overdrive, that they retained the IP rights. Yeah. So you've actually most probably got a stronger case that Stormlands will turn up on PS5 and Stormlands 2 will also turn up on PS5. They ain't going to give it to Oculus unless... Uh, and obviously we already had this from uh, Jason Rubin, they are willing to trade. That mm. is the only way it's going to happen. That if uh, Oculus turns to Sony and say, listen, we're making or beat games, and this is hypothetical anyway, because you're talking most probably a couple of years at least. So let's say beat games do make a Beat Saber 2. They come up with a concept that uh, allows a Beat Saber 2, because I can't think of anything. All I can really see is the DLC. I can't see where they could go uh, yeah. extra. Mm. But let's say they do Beat, uh, beat Saber 2. They could go to Sony and say, listen, we know you're making Stormlands 2 for PS5 and you're getting Insomniac to do it. They already know what they're doing with us. They've worked with us before. How about you allow us to have Stormlands 2 as well and we will give you Beat Games 2. Uh, sorry, Beat Saber 2. So I can see that possibly uh, happening. But no, they're not... They're, <laughs> Literally, I think what whatever... Facebook are doing, they're going in the console, uh, in, in the console wars. Mm. They want studios and they want exclusive content to make Oculus the place mm-hmm. to come for VR content. It is a very savvy and it is a very clever strategy, and it has uh, a proven track record with Xbox and Nintendo and Sony. They've all got exclusive IP that if you want to play that particular game, you have to go. Valve is a whole different uh, ball of wax because Gabe Newell, if he'd have turned around and said, we're bringing Half-Life Alex out and it's only going to be compatible with uh, the Valve Index, that would have been furore because they would have just turned around to Gabe Newell and said, you're a liar. You've talked about open platforms and you ain't doing it. The one thing I, 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 again, I I, I know I'm going off on tangent here with the Half-Life Alex. The one thing I'm really interested in is everybody's going on about uh, the Valve Index and you've got finger tracking and everything like that. I would love to see if either Valve or a modder comes along when Oculus Quest offers its non-controller finger tracking and hand tracking because that ain't coming to the rift. I actually believe that hand tracking and finger tracking will not come to the rift. Why would, and there's why? one simple reason. Go there's, on. one, there's one reason why it won't come to the rift. Yeah. CV1. CV1 can't do it. The Rift S can do it. And I don't think Oculus want to sort of like 
tell the people with the CV1s, you can't have it because you didn't get the latest headset. But you might as well because they've already told them you can't replace your cable. Um, they're not selling them anymore. Um, as it goes with Beat Games, I personally think you will see Beat Saber on all other platforms. Uh, the more I think about it, the more I think Beat Saber will be on other platforms. Yeah, but I think, I think they'll continue. Uh, any I new IP, else. any new IP they come out with will be Oculus. I think they have to do That's it. That's what you're saying. I think they've got something in the back burner. They've already. got something in the back burner already as a new IP, and that will be Oculus only, I think. Yeah. I, I think it hit the nail on the head there. I also think that um, something to take into consideration is the next iteration of uh, Beat Saber. I don't think it's going to have near the excess success as the current Beat Saber. So I think that's all the more reason why you have to let it go to all platforms. You say that again. You think the next Beat Saber will have less of an impact? Yes. Beat Saber, I believe right now, is the Minecraft of VR. Any any iteration of Minecraft that comes out after what's already out, I don't think is going to have near the success as the current Minecraft, and I think that's going to happen with uh, Beat Saber. I believe it's the only VR game to have over a million downloads. Yeah, but um, well, my go on. Yeah, it, uh, it, Minecraft you know, is and, and Beat Saber came along at a time where uh, there wasn't a ton of rhythm games out there. Now there's a ton of rhythm games in there, so uh, a Beat Saber two will be in a fierce fight with all the other ones. Yeah, and that also came along with the same thing, and I'd say the same thing. Beat Saber, as a format, doesn't need anything. All they need to do with Beat Saber, I don't think there is a concept really for what Beat Saber 2 could really be, because Beat Saber is Beat Saber, it's modes, and it's literally just music packs. That's what it needs. It needs, it's got to be the music and how they deal with the music. If they have something where they come along and deal with the music in a different way, like they did with, um, what was it? It's not Rock Band, where they had the the, the channel that actually was like uh, an old hero, school Guitar Hero, yeah. The Guitar Hero had a channel that was like an old school MTV where they actually played music. You know, not like MTV nowadays, which is whatever thirty-minute drama. You know, live. I mean, live MTV's dead, dude. I'm like, what the hell is that? I remember it when it just yeah. had music. Yeah, I don't know what it is now. Exactly, MTV used to be MTV music, <laughs> whereas if you go on MTV now, it's um, reality show. This yeah. reality show. Listen, that. What, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, we, we beat games, yeah, like. Do you think they just make enough money ticking over just bringing extra content? Like, they could just survive that game just bringing extra content? Yeah. Because technically, yeah, they, they, they could have just done a whole new Beat Saber 360. It didn't have to be a mode. It could have been a new game, for example. Because when you play oh, yeah. it, and I've played it, it does feel like a bit of a different game. Yeah, so, exactly. They can bring new modes and stuff like that. You could say... <clears throat> beat Saber 2 as a new mode like that or expand it but I think their main thing is content it's as simple as that they're a content delivery platform if they can nail the way to make content here's the thing for you if you had uh, if they had enough songs if they took the whole of the modding community that's out there <coughs> that's modded all of these songs already got the people who produced the copyrights, who owns the copyrights, on board and said, 
here's a subscription service, sign up, and you've got however many unlimited songs you want per month to do your Beat Saber. Do your Beat Saber as a subscription service, and then do something that way. Yeah. Well, they can do you it, because they did try to do a deal with Spotify, didn't they? Beat Games yeah. announced that they tried to do a deal with Spotify, and it, it failed. Well, you got Facebook's money behind them now. That's, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I noticed on um, F Reality they were talking about like um, law lawsuits and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who's going to be able to sue Facebook? it's not about the, the, the <laughs> yeah, it's not about the suing of Facebook. It's about the actually making this as a legal uh, ad. Uh, sorry, revenue stream. It's making that copyright stuff be properly uh, done, not through Spotify, but through someone that has the buying power and clout to actually go to all of these organizations and create a streaming service for that game. Yeah, I just want to say and to everyone... all of the stuff that comes... That 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 noise was that bloody video. I he come on again, right? <laughs> that woman going up and down in the lift thing, um, because I can't be bothered to explain the way you're listening to the audio on this stream. I don't even understand how it's working, but it's working. Um, right. So here was that video again. That woman going ah up and down. So next up, head of Xbox Phil Spencer come out of a comment saying nobody is asking for VR. Uh, his his comment was, <laughs> I have some issues with VR. It's isolating, and I can understand that. Some other people have told me that. Um, and I think of the games as a communal kind of together experience. Spencer explained, we're responding to what our, cons- our customers are asking for, and nobody is asking for VR. The vast majority of customers know if they want a VR experience. There's places to go and get those. We see volumes of those on PC and other places He's then put, I think we might get there eventually, but yeah, that's not where our focus is. And then obviously, as you lot know, that um, Yoshida responded with, we often work, we often, we often sometimes work hard to make things that no customers are asking for, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Um, four, four and a half million people decided that, yeah, they didn't ask for it, but they wanted it. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty nuts. Um Xbox is dead and, to me, like pretty much, like yeah. anyway, and that was just the nail, like, <laughs> like oh. Uh. You know what? Not, what no one asked for was that Phil Spencer had the opportunity to go and play Half Life Alex. I'd bloody well like that. that he uh, got that chance. How it? could he play that oh, and walk gosh. away? Like, how could he play that and walk away from VR? Because I'm pretty sure. Well, no, his his statement would still stand because I mean, Half Life uh, traditionally is a game, and where its origins are from is from a single-player narrative-driven game. So a single-player narrative-driven game inside of VR, that is, okay, that is a singular thing. What his statement would still stand in that type of context. But there is a lot of other caveats here. I mean, he said it as a VR statement uh, across a whole section, a whole industry. And as we know, how many times have we gone in Rec Room and had an absolute blast as a community? Yeah, yeah. 
I can see How many people go in VR chat? How many people go in all of these social things? Facebook, for request, are releasing a great big social app themselves as well. So what the hell is socially isolating about that? There's nothing socially isolating about that. It's that Phil Spencer is, what he's talking about is from the Xbox standpoint. It's Xbox that he's talking about. And I get that. But that's because Microsoft, including what Phil Spencer did earlier on, went and messed up what it means to have VR in the first place. Yeah. No, I, I put out a 40-minute a video because I originally thought, like, what is this guy thinking? What is his problem? Because anybody who's been keeping up with the VR industry knows that Sony made close to $2 billion off of VR. And that's the type of money that Microsoft likes. So I thought for certain that they would jump on board with VR and not let ha- and not let Sony have all that money to themselves. Um, and it's everybody with a VR channel in one way, shape, or form have debunked that people are not asking for VR because uh, take the Half-Life video, for instance. That video got over 10 million views over 24 hours. We know about the stuff that's flying around, about them being upset, you know, people being upset that this is a VR game, what have you. Oh, yeah. I've come to the conclusion that I think when he said nobody's asking for VR, I think he might have somewhat been covering up for Oculus because so we know we all know it. they supposedly had a, a partnership in place with Oculus. Now, what I think happened is uh, the Xbox One X was announced in 2017. Uh, at the time, the CV1 was the headset that was being used, and it was discontinued this year. No, so see, now, Lincoln, you, you've got to forget about that, that before all, any of that happened, Microsoft went and said, oh, by the way, here, we have Microsoft headsets. They're called Mixed Reality. Windows Mixed Reality is VR, but they screwed up the terminology of what VR meant for anybody. If they wanted to pull in a VR headset, they had seven or eight manufacturers all manufacturing headsets to their standards. Yeah, but I also understand the mixed reality store barely has anything in it. We know how Microsoft functions. They don't really build any games. Uh, so that's why I assume that they formed a partnership with Oculus so they can basically set up camp to bring the Oculus but headset no, no, as well as their library over there. Why, 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 bring, why bring a headset when in the background they've already been doing deals to bring their own headsets to life? They didn't need to. They didn't need to. And by the way, you got cold yogurt. Yeah. Thank you for the donation. Um, Thank you, sir. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I, I I saw his comment. I um, I don't think it's going to hurt VR adoption. You got cold yogurt. Content, says, content yeah. is the thing. He says. Also, I'd like to say JD has got adoption. a brilliant comment in the chat. Oh, what's uh, it got? VR helped me find some of my best friends. I haven't even met them yet. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, so but I, I, I think what I just we're staring think... at right now, I think the current situation right now, why he might have referred to that by Scarlet, is because possibly because of the Rift S, that is currently the headset that uh, the PC headset that Oculus is using right now. But let's face it, mm-hmm. anyone who's in the know about VR is wondering, 
are the days numbered for the Rift S. So I think you, I think, you know, everybody at some point made a video wondering if the Rift S is going to be killed off at some point because of the Oculus Link cable. So well, that's beca that's because a lot of people don't understand the difference between quality that uh, the Rift S is on a PC and a Quest linked to a PC is, which I think the Rift S is uh, just a cut above where the CV1 is in terms of uh, quality of vision, whereas the Rift S is actually that much more above because of the the way the video signal is handled. Mm -hmm. So I don't see it as a... It's a different space. It's a different space. But um, that's the that current state right now. But say three, four years from now, I don't think three, there's probably... Three, four years, going to be another... A, yeah. Rift, I Rift think S Phil is was playing the long game. I think he might have been playing the long game. Like nah. he doesn't want to try to put the Rift onto the Scarlet if the Rift S is going to be no, killed no, off in another two or three years. He, he, he didn't need to. He's already they, they had, like I said, they already had a load of other stuff. That's well past when all this happened. He's literally just lost it. He's lost that there. They don't have the games to support it. Everybody knows you've got content. You need content. Mm -hmm. Xbox does not have any content. The only bit of content that they have, which they know that there is a commitment to VR there, is the new flight simulator. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and that's been established with Microsoft right now, that they don't intend to manufacture any quality games, because this current generation with the Xbox One X, they it, it becomes clear now that other than the normal Halo, Gears, and Forza, they never intended to manufacture any kind of quality games. They were relying on third party to supposedly take advantage of the power of the X. And I think with the situation of VR, it was going to be the same thing, that they never intended to make any kind of VR games, and they were relying on a third party to bring their hardware and their library over there uh, to give people VR on the Scarlet. Because as of right now, Sony and Oculus are the only entities that have their own headsets in their own library. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's it's. I think you you you're actually overanalyzing the situation a bit. I think it's an overanalyze uh, analysis on some of it, but I just think they've missed the boat. That's it. End of story. You, you, when it you, comes you, to console you, VR, that's like saying though you think VR will stop suddenly because it won't. No, like... it it won't. But for this generation, next generation. They've not got that there, and they've not got that mentality. And it, as as a console for Xbox, if VR creeps up that much more in the the the, the uh, thing, Xbox sales for Scarlet, I think, will be hit hard for it. Yeah, I mean, I don't even see the point of owning an Xbox anymore. I've said that before no. when everything's on PC. If, but then yeah. it's still accessible games, isn't it? Like the PlayStation was still saying that you can spend four or £500 and have access to these amazing games. Um, yeah. Just want to say that, going back to some Factory Life commented, he said right. he hadn't played any online multiplayer games till he got VR. Mm. Yeah, I do think and that completely that goes against, laugh. you know what I mean? How's like, that for a laugh? I do think the door is still going to be open, even when Scarlet comes out. 
And I said this in my video, I think the telltale sign of whether the door is still going to be open when Scarlet comes out is if you see a display port on the back of that console. Microsoft yeah. aren't dead in terms of VR. Uh, no matter what anybody sure. says, uh, the very simple fact is, uh, and even though it's become a meme, uh, a meme uh, for Xbox at the moment, is if Microsoft come out and announce a Halo VR game and a Forza VR game, people will gravitate to it. It's as simple as that. Yeah. They are two massive uh, IPs. But this is this is the difference, isn't it, between stuff that is purely Xbox-based and stuff like the Flight Simulator, which is a simulation which its main sales will be on a PC. And yes. its main sales will be towards a simulation-based thing. So that game is having VR built into it because they know that any pilots or anybody who's wanting to use that simulator, which is a highly detailed and uh, focused uh, group of people, are going to want VR in it. Yeah, they are, the developers said that VR is very, very high on their priority list. Mm. I read an article that people who tried the um, simulator said it was so photorealistic and so real-world accurate that they even saw their own apartments on the ground as they flew over them. Yeah, now, imagine that. that in VR. So that's the only reason why I'm even remotely interested in flight simulators is to play it in VR. I want to be able to fly over my own building and see it in VR. Oh, thank you ever so oh, yeah. much, Midlife. Thank you for that uh, donation, man. Thank you. Like, where'd you go with this? That it enraged so many people. That comment, and I don't know. It's like I sort of, in a way, I'm sort of glad that he's shown that card because now it's like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. See you later. Like, yeah, you know I, I, mean? I, you know, like I say, I've, I've stated I don't see it happening for for that next generation for Microsoft. On the console side, if they get it on the PC side where you've got instances like this, where they start pulling up stuff in their game library, um, and Nat hit something on the head there, if they went on the PC side and went, oh, um, built in the VR compatibility for the PC side of Forza, how many people would buy Forza on PC and play in VR on PC. I would. they wouldn't. They'd buy Xbox Game Pass. And I'm not a big fan of. Uh, well, Microsoft I mean, they'd buy the right? Xbox Game Pass, which is what Xbox really wants. They want the subscription money coming in monthly. Yeah. Boy Brown has and just come out of a I'm fine with that. Comment. I'm he's, fine with that. He's but just the put, console. He's just put. Who cares, really? I think Phil Spencer has done has not done well for Xbox. Xbox has gone backwards under his watch. And do you know what? You could be right, man. I was massively into Xbox. I was like, I had my Xbox Gold for like 11 years or something, man. Like, Xbox Live was revolutionary for me. I That got me into online gaming massively. And I had uh, a community. I had good friends on there. It's what I did like n nearly all the time. Um, and then there was just nothing to play. There, and I remember when Xbox One came out, I was actually quite hyped. I thought it was really cool. I didn't realise the Kinect, that was more dead than ever uh, when that came out. I don't remember. Did they even do any games for that? Uh, Xbox. What, the Kinect 2.0? Yeah. yeah. 
I don't remember any of them. I don't remember playing no one any does. either. No. I remember, <laughs> I, I remember it on the 360, but... I have to admit, when they first made that announcement about high-fidelity VR coming to the Xbox platform, I was excited because other than that, I had no interest in owning an Xbox. Uh, but at the time, I didn't have PC VR, so I was excited about VR coming to the Xbox because it would be the visuals would be a little bit better than what we're getting on the PlayStation VR because uh, some of those games are extreme are extremely blurry. You know, let's uh, let's face it. Uh, so I was excited about it possibly coming to the Xbox, and that would have gave me a reason to pick well, up a box. But but hey, you know, he said what he said. Um, VR is going to be just fine. We're moving on just fine without them. Yeah. Agreed. But I think we're past, I think at the moment we're past that as 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 a mainline subject because on as as Xbox for a console, it's not getting a VR headset that attaches to it. Some of Microsoft games, like uh, or Microsoft as a company, when it comes to Flight Simulator, they'll have it. If they end up putting some VR into some of their games that are available. On Game Pass, I see, you know, they could do that in future as a much easier option to then break into whatever comes after Scarlet. But for the next generation of Xbox, it's no VR. Yada, nada, done. See, Blam Crusher said. Can you imagine how many people would be upset now that Gears is on officially on PC if they were to bring. You know, if they want to add a VR mode to Gears, oh man! To, can you imagine? But how, many, how people... many people would buy Games Passes on PC? But I don't think they would try to, to force that. you to. I don't think they would make Game Pass your only way to get to that game, because you. Oh yeah, you, they would. Yeah, I don't would. think they would. I think because as it stands right now, you can buy Gears on Steam without having to purchase um, Game Pass to get the game. That would be insane for them to do something okay. like that to force a VR mode. To force you to pay for a subscription to access a VR mode on one game, I would not do it. I would buy the but I would buy the they game by itself, but games, not the subscription. I'm saying, yeah, you pulled up a particular thing. I didn't know that game. I thought all the games that was on the Game Pass was exclusive games. I'm talking about exclusive games. I didn't realize it's on Steam as a non-exclusive. Hey, you were about to say something. Uh, no, I was just going to say, uh, Blam Crutch has actually come back and said since Phil got control there, bought a ton of studios and started making m- way more first-party games. And he might be right, I've yeah. been really out of the loop. Uh, JD Max also said, there is the Halo VR mod. I have pre-ordered the uh, Halo uh, collection uh, off Steam. Nat, you might want to pick that up as well, dude. It looks fantastic. Every, I don't know if you like Halo, but it's every single Halo I've, game. Well, I, I, I'm a Game Pass uh, Ultimate member, so I'll, I'll oh, get got... it through Microsoft. Yeah, so um, I, I got that on there. Because I'm thinking you're going to need the Steam version anyway to do the mod. That's usually awesome. what happens. And I think it's a Halo Reach VR mod. Yeah, it's Halo Reach. Reach yeah, so I'm well happy for um, for that to happen. Yeah. Sales, um, what's, what's uh, Paradise put to you, Sales? He's saying about uh, Left 4 Dead uh, VR is rumoured to be the next uh, VR game from Valve after Half-Life Alex. Probably using that engine. Yes, that... Yeah, Source 2. Yeah. Um, basically, yes, that is the rumour. Um, yes, I had heard it that Left 4 Dead was coming to VR a, a long time ago. 
<laughs> I, I think people are just throwing Valve uh, IPs. I, you know, recently, oh, yeah, they're making Portal, and yet there's that video with Jeff Keighley where literally they turned around and said the two games we were looking at because they suited VR the best was uh, Half-Life and Portal, and they decided not to go with Portal because of motion sickness. Do you know what I think's funny is that people all talking about that Counter-Strike. If they done Counter Strike in VR, yeah. that'd be massive. Like the the community for that yeah. was huge once upon a time. Well, it, it isn't just Counter Strike. You have got Team Fortress as well. I just remember Team Fortress Two would well, be brilliant in VR. The f- Left 4 Dead thing. would be brilliant in VR. We'd just have to wait until <laughs> Alex comes out. And, yeah, yeah. Team Fortress is. Whoa. Team Fortress has got its own discussion, doesn't it? Team Fortress has got its own issues, discussions of they need to finish it first. <laughs> um. But yeah, there's loads there. I mean, the the Source 2 thing is a big deal, of course. Um, we're going off on a tangent there. Yeah, but, we're bringing um, up Counter-Strike as well. We just bring more people into it. I used to love Counter-Strike, dude. Um, uh, so what we've got here, Counter-Strike is in VR. They have mods. Cheers, Atomic Wasteland show. I might have to check that out. I didn't know about that if I ever get time. Because virtuality releases just don't seem to be slowing down. Uh, we seem to be getting new games all the time or updated games. Uh, talking about updates, I believe Pistol Whip is getting an update now. Did you get the information for that particular Yeah, uh, it was shown on the Upload uh, VR Showcase, which we all uh, liked. Uh, the new scene, because I do like how they call uh, their, their new tracks. Scenes, Scenes. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, it's mm. called High Priestess. Uh, the person that they had uh, mentioned it, uh, called out one of my favourite films. It's a very weird and very psychotic film called Old Boy. Uh, I, and I'm talking about the original Korean film, not the Spike Lee remake, which actually isn't bad, but doesn't hold a candle to the original Korean film. Uh, and will be releasing for free on December the 19th. That is awesome. So, the run-up to um, Christmas is looking brilliant. Uh, the whole of December yeah, uh, is looking brilliant for VR. Yeah. And is. and beyond as yeah. well. I mean, Buzz. December through January, through to the end of the start, the start of the year. Because, I mean, so much on the PC side, so much is, is well, a, a few games on the PSVR side is waiting on the sidelines as well for us to, to dig into. Yeah, man, yeah. So um, while we're touching on it, quickly talk about Arizona Sunshine. is date for your quest, December 5th. And I got told, I haven't checked, but I was told it's priced at $40. Is yeah, that... it's, 20, it's going to be £29.99. You can get 10% off. I believe it ends tomorrow. Yeah. $26.99 is not including the DLC. How do you guys it feel about that? It is the base that? game. How do you guys feel about that? Lincoln, oh, talk I'm not to buying me. It. Talk to me, Lincoln. <laughs> Yeah, I never felt this game was worth 40 bucks right from the get-go. I have it on the PSVR, and I paid, I think, 13 bucks for it with it on sale. Now, I'm not even... I yeah, don't I bought it on sale as well. Yeah, I think, I think it might have had some DLC. I'm not really sure, but it was a game that was just never on my radar because I think there's a ton of zombie games out there in, in VR. Um, and Zombie Horizon. Arizona is actually a really good zombie game, though. Now, like, I, I do believe it's a good game, but there's a ton of them out there, and I, I don't know. This forty bucks is a, a I little was bit. Not, I was not expecting. I'm wondering whether people think it should be cheap. So when it came out on PSVR, I seem to remember it being thirty six ninety nine. 
something like that. And I remember it, yeah, and I remember it being so blurry that I, and, and like there was no sights at the time. I think when you got the guns originally, there was no like little um, sights on it. It had sights, but all the tracking was so bad that you wouldn't be able to see it because it'd be wobbling around everywhere. Whatever it was, dude, I was I was pissed. I was like, this yeah. game is not worth this money. Like, this game... I, I, I actually wanted a refund, and obviously because of Sony's refund policy, it's just like, just suck it up, mate. <laughs> Take it on the chin. You know what I mean? It's one of them. It's like, yeah, all right. It's one of them. Um, so, and then it got updated, and then it got good, and then it got good DLC, and, you know, they've made good on it. I'm a big supporter of Vertigo Games. I think they've done really well, and they've got some great stuff on the horizon. I'm wondering, right, whether the price is such an issue now, because I do think that is steep, because it's on a mobile device. I'm wondering whether that sort of comes into it a bit, because you think of games a bit smaller on the Quest, you know? I don't know whether that's part of it. Like, do you think there's any truth in that? I mean, in my head, when I think of a Quest game now, I'm like, like when I talk to people about the Quest, most of the time, how much was Robo Recall when it came out? And how much was it on the Quest, the Quest version? Now, it's a different version, but I think the game was quite cheap when it came out, wasn't it? It wasn't an expensive well, I, I, game. I don't, I don't know, because um, it, Robo Recall was a cross-buy thing, so I got it free anyway, because oh, oh, uh, and, 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 it, it any, came with what, my Rift. What I'm trying to say is, like, any sort of high-profile game that I think of on PC terms, and I'm really glad, in a way, that Half-Life is, like Nat was saying last week, is set in a bar where, hold on, like... That we should be expected to pay some good money for good games. Yeah, we're not always trying to get cheap oh, VR no. games. Um, but I think, in a way, when I think of a Quest game or its equivalent, for some reason in my head, I think it's got to be a bit cheaper. And I don't know. Is that the right way of thinking? Is that what people are thinking? I don't know. I don't know. That, I mean, I don't think it's that it needs to be cheaper and different things like that. Um, sometimes there are games that are, are a little bit smaller, maybe, that on on that platform, um, Atomic uh, an Atomic Wasteland show just said uh, twenty nine ninety nine on Quest. That's going to be the dollar price, I presume, which is really no, no. That's high. the UK pound price. But it's somebody be else has, Boy Brown said that it was um, nineteen ninety five for Robo Recall. Now I'm going to message you right. uh, on on. Uh, thing so i i'm, I'm not i can't sure remember i did buy it but i can't remember how much it was i don't think it was 1995 midlife has unreasonable. said 1995 uh, i don't think it's unreasonable to ask for a quest version of a game to be a few dollars cheaper than the pc version because you are getting watered down graphics um i mean i think it's if you've got something that's linkable especially now that you've got uh vr where it can actually be linked if you know if you've got the oculus link you can play it on both especially when it's cross by mm -hmm. but if it's not cross by then uh and there's a pc version and there is a quest version and they've both got the same content i'm all for them being the same price definitely definitely well yeah you make a good point if it was cross by then i could accept it being 40 bucks oh right okay the same content I'm just, I'm like, yeah, it's got the same content. Yeah, it's not, it's not cross by because at the moment, uh, Arizona Sunshine's fourteen pound ninety nine on the Oculus Store. If it was cross by, I'd have jumped on that. I'm sorry, they confirmed it's not cross by. Maybe Robo Recall was a bad, uh, a bad example. Um, example. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. 
for some reason, when I think of a PC equivalent game on the Quest, in my head, for some reason, I expect it to be cheaper, and I don't know why. And I'm trying to think why I get that. A lot of games, I don't think are that expensive on the Quest. I think they're reasonably priced. Um, but no. this one, for me, just seems really expensive. If it's the same game as it was before, and they're sort of kind of asking for the same money, you know... Where? They are though, aren't they? That's uh, I I, yeah, I get what you're I saying, think, GT. It's a really studio. hard thing to do. Then, yeah. Games with the quest, you know, when they bring it over from PC, it's a game by game basis where some of them look pretty close to the PC game, and some of them look extremely watered down because, like Poker Stars, for instance, looks like something right out of the PlayStation, the first PlayStation, versus how it looks on PC. But yeah. I, that's probably not a good comparison because it's a free to play game. But if that was a game. They cost thirty bucks on PC, and they try to charge the same on the Quest. I would not buy it based on the way it looks. Yeah, I mean, somebody somebody bought up um, Silento, and Silento on Quest is a different game to what's on PC. That's why it costs less on a Quest because it's not the full Silento game. But if something is a full game, and I understand how much it takes. To optimize a game for a lesser system, it probably takes there more is work. effort. You know, there is effort that's gone in there to do that, and I get that, and I can say that with something like um, Arizona Sunshine, I think that that studio has a habit of overpricing at the start, and more people <coughs> buy when they go on sale because they will go on sale, and that. They do go on sale quite a lot because the pricing they put as their full bar pricing is generally speaking too high. But that's what annoys me though, because like I know that it's gonna I actually think it's gonna be really good. I do. I think Virgo Games are gonna make a great and I think it's gonna really sit well on Quest and I'm gonna be probably streaming it and talking about it and in the back of my mind I'm gonna be thinking this is a bloody expensive game. You know, mm-hmm. right? and and, yeah. and and it's been out a long time as well. I know. I mean, maybe they're thinking if you, you the, they're new people, new people to Quest, yeah, and they've heard about the legendary Arizona Sunshine. Um, maybe they're going for that. But in my head, I mean, I thought the price was going to be around twenty pounds to twenty five tops, tops, tops. Do you know what I mean? Like, I thought twenty quid, to be honest, was a good mm-hmm. ballpark. So. Mm-hmm. That would have been reasonable to expect that. And I'm looking at this from the standpoint of take a game like uh, Call of Duty being 60 bucks on the PlayStation 4, and then that same Call of Duty game is on a PlayStation Vita. You think it would be worth 60 bucks over there as well? Uh, by the way, uh, I just checked my receipt because obviously I'm, I think I'm the only person here that actually did have to buy Robo Recall. <laughs> so you had the question. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> It's uh, uh, £22.99. Right. Okay. Robo Recall. Uh, that's okay. unfortunate because it's a free game. It's a free game on the Rift, and I think uh, I think that... No, it was only a free also... game with the touch controllers. Yeah, it's a free game with the touch controllers or any uh, Rift CV1 that was bought with touch controllers. Yeah, not okay. the Rift S. <clears throat> not the Rift S. In, in, oh, okay. You're quite right. Okay, because I did have the CV1 first, and it was... Exactly. So it's already a part of your your library. So um, um, go on. It does bring in an interesting other question up, actually. 
um, about the pricing of games. And VR games at the moment has been on the lower side. But we do see uh, a lot of other games coming up that are going to be more expensive. And you see it a lot with uh, a lot of games on consoles, especially triple A's. Mm-hmm. And the reason being that triple A's are massive, huge machine, machines that have to be fed money to make those games. Because at the end of the day, they have hundreds of developer mouths to feed. Yeah. And VR at this point has been on the lower side of very small teams doing some <clears throat> incredible stuff. Um, but has VR players as, as an audience of games been so used to playing, be paying a relatively smaller price compared to other games on the market? I think the proof will be in the pudding. I think when you play Boneworks, uh, which I think I, I, is Boneworks thirty dollars or thirty quid. What's I think the, it's thirty pounds. Yeah, it's a thirty pounds, and I'm happy to pay that. Um, because I think it's going to be a revolutionary game. That's still on the low side. Yeah, but that's still on the low side. We're talking forty pounds uh, for me. A normal game now is thirty nine ninety nine or fifty pounds. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think that's where your issue with the pricing uh, actually lies. Uh, uh, GT is that you look at Asgard's Wrath, you look at Stormlands, and the quality that those games are. The benchmark. Oh, games yeah and they're 29.99 yes 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 yes. and oculus quest it might be a benchmark game for the oculus quest but you're also asking 29.99 for it and it's a much harder i i think if you've got a quest only i think that you're most probably uh more to the side of saying okay i'm okay with 29.99 I think because uh, you've got the Oculus uh, uh, Rift, and uh, you know I've obviously now got the Oculus Quest Link. Mm. You're looking at PC games, and so I say, "Well, hold on, I can get Arizona Sunshine for twenty nine ninety nine on the Quest, which is really cool that it's wireless and everything, but it doesn't include the DLC. Or I can spend the same money and I can get Boneworks, I can get Stormlands, uh, I can get Asgard's Wrath. What do you?" You're gonna err to that side. So, what would you say then? Like, I mean, are you happy to pay thirty pounds for Arizona Sunshine on no. Oculus Quest? You're not. I'm not buying it for thirty pounds. Okay. No way. Uh, there's two reasons for that. The first one, I, exactly the reason you gave at the beginning with the PSVR version. Okay. They released. I pay full price uh, over thirty pounds. I think it was thirty-two ninety-nine. Actually, was the price because we got a discount. That was a discounted price as well. And it was broken <laughs> as hell. Right. It yeah, but really not, it's was. not going to be like that now, is it? I don't think that would be no. the Are we sure? We don't know. Oh, we, the only benefit sure? is... Oh, come the on. only benefit we've got is with, obviously, Oculus, we can get a refund. But yeah. it's like, okay, I paid a lot of money for <laughs> a, a, what felt like a rushed game. A game that was broken, didn't work, and they didn't try it. And it was frustrating. It was annoying. I've got to admit, a bit like GT, I was when I bought the game. I was like, I am never playing this game again. I didn't make one of my you know infamous rant videos or anything at the time, um, but I was just like, not going to play that game anymore. I'm done with it. Then I heard they patched it, and I was like, okay, I'm 
because I, I like zombie games. There's nothing more fun than getting a, a rifle or whatever and popping zombie heads. It's fun. It never gets old. Co-op gets... in Arizona is brilliant. I mean, that's the other thing, right? What, I, we talk I, about... Go on. Sorry, I just want to pull up uh, something that Annie's saying as well. Yes, Annie, Viveport, um, Arizona Sunshine is on there, but unless somebody has a PC and is playing Viveport, they can't then play that on the Quest. The Quest version is a separate deal, completely different. So £30 there for just the Quest version. Viveport doesn't apply to Quest unless you're using an Oculus Link, which we're not talking about. the. Yeah, we're just talking about the actual Quest version. Yeah. So, um, just to jump into the chat, people are talking about some games. Uh, I've noticed some people were talking about the the racing games coming, touring carts, dash dash, and now mini motor racing. Um, yeah. Looking forward to all them. Uh, Atomic Wasteland show says I'm pissed that I picked up all three Vader Immortal games and now they're going to be free. Dude, I think everyone knows what that's like. I bought the Rift S four weeks ago and it's now fifty pounds. Sorry, cheaper. I didn't hear that news. What's that? Uh, they're going to be free for people that are buying the quest at the minute. You mean? Yeah, the Star Wars ones are. Oh, what did I say? Oh, yeah, yeah. But I, I uh, didn't. I, I, I knew about. I thought it was Black Friday thing. Yeah, no, that's November twenty-first to the end of January. Yeah. You know what? So, I'm not mad about that. Even though I actually had to pay for the games, I'm not mad because if that gets a lot more people to buy the quest. Yeah. Okay. I'm, yeah. So I'm, that's I'm, I'm ecstatic, and it's. If you if you've ever been an early adopter, like you know, I brought yeah, you, you know pay. PS4. You know, there's gonna be something where it's a price, and it's. I've always said um, very regularly, and this is kind of with Arizona Sunshine. Uh, added to the fact I want to buy PC games, so again, that's kind of where I am with Arizona Sunshine. If I didn't have the PC to buy PC VR games, I most probably would pay the thirty pounds for Arizona Sunshine. But it's like you know what. I've got Arizona Sunshine on PlayStation VR. It plays really, really well. Uh, it does now, anyway. Um, I can pay £30 for Arizona Sunshine on the Quest, and I know I'm going to have a good time. But I really want to play Stormlands, and now I have the opportunity to do that. Yeah. I really want to play Lone Echo. Yeah. Um, Lone so Echo like I say, is... it does come where you are. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dark's pretty still sceptical about Iron Man. Uh, I know three out of four of us have played it. I don't know if you've played it, Lincoln, have you? Uh, no, I haven't, but uh, it is on my radar. It is a day one purchase. So, oh, yeah. um, so dark skeptical about it, guys. What do you think about Iron Man? Loved it. Uh, brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I brilliant. liked it as um, well. <laughs> so. I think the developers have taken the right route. Um, what each of us played was basically what is the intro to introducing you how to fly. Uh, GT unfortunately missed out on playing a different content section. Damn, GT. I, I thought you were just going to be coming back from that conference and saying, yeah, played that bit, which is some of the story part, no. and I would have been so jealous. But from that development studio, they are singing all the right songs along all the right things. Um, I think that IP is actually in really good hands for not only how it feels, but the type of content they're going to deliver. They're going to be quite true to the the, the comic book story 
comic book lines of the Iron Man universe. He's made a great so, comment, though. He's put, it has glowing impressions from you guys and many others. I'm always sceptical when it comes to movie tie-ins and games, as they are 90% crap cash-ins. What about Michael Jackson's Moonwalker? That was crap. <laughs> <laughs> they even had the monkey uh, in it. The monkey bubbles. Right now, with Iron Man, oh, the, cool. only, the only unfortunate part on the outside looking in that I'm seeing about Iron Man VR is how much longer will we get Half-Life Alex after that? That's supposed to be in March of 2020, but they haven't given us a concrete date within March. So you guys know how I am about not finishing games. So it would be a little bit unfortunate if I pick up uh, Iron Man on February Uh, 28th and then Half-Life comes out March 6th. Oh my. That's the one uh, thing we don't know. I just want to say in the chat, um, uh, uh, sorry, because I, I, I'm, I'm, my computer's all over the thing. D1360 said something about uh, Arizona Sunshine, saying that with PlayStation VR, you've got to have the monthly PlayStation uh, Plus uh, or wow, PlayStation yeah. Plus to play it online. Uh, but with Quest, you haven't. But again, he's Guys. only looking at it at the two points, PlayStation VR and But that's Quest. something we've never spoke about. There is no monthly charge for online play. No, there isn't. Which is crazy. But again, you've got never. Like I said PC come. The PC side of it doesn't come into it. And as I said, if yeah. the PC side of Arizona Sunshine didn't come into, not just. I'm just talking about the PC side, not actually Arizona Sunshine on PC. Mm. But what I'm saying is, if the PC is an irrelevance, you haven't. You're not. You're not going to buy a PC, and then you're left with PlayStation VR, and you're left with Quest. As I said, I would have brought the Quest version. Because it's like, okay, what what else is out there on PlayStation VR that I'm going to buy in December? Nothing. There's nothing that I can think of in December. Well, I'm worried, mate, coming. about this Christmas for PlayStation VR. I don't know what's. I mean, forgive me, because honestly, I've got I've got games stacked up ready. We're going to talk about one in a minute called Stardust Odyssey, um, or just look at the trailer and have a quick talk about it. I've had it. I haven't played it. What I mean, is there anything on the run up to Christmas we're after on PSVR? I mean, because we no. was all hoping, kind of, for Iron Man and Sniper Elite, weren't we, at some stage? Yeah, we was. Um, we was. But now they... Uh, Sniper Elite's definitely next year. I've not heard anything different to that. I don't think they've got an official release date yet, but it's definitely yeah. on this side of Christmas. Um, I, I think Sony's going to account for that by offering another blockbuster deal. Around they are. They, yeah, oh yeah, man. The, 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 uh, the, the deals they're offering now are really good. Like, really good. But what I mean is for... Us, some of us who are seasoned, do you know what I mean? We've got all the headsets we want. We've got the games mm-hmm. that they're offering. What would you be looking for this Christmas? Do you know what I mean? What, like what on PlayStation VR? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah, and, as a person is trying I, to, I'm gutted. I'm still sort of like we know that PS, uh, sorry, PlayStation Five is coming out um, next Christmas. And that the PS1 is still going to be compatible, and that the shift for development for games, I think, is a mainstay for developers, has shifted for PSVR development over to PS5, possibly. That's my thought. Uh, Fires, but you guys forget the 9% of the world has never tried VR yet. And he's probably quite right. Actually, I think he is. Oh, right. no, yeah, because the question you were asking is mm-hmm. what games are you 
collecting. So, you know, I, I look at it from... Oh, yeah, I've yeah. got most of the PSVR games that I want. There's a few, obviously, yeah. that I need to play. Um, but he's right in if, a way, isn't he? Like, we're in our little communities, we're in our bubbles, like, everyone... Oh, yeah, all if you've got something who's just brought a Black Friday deal on PlayStation VR, the, the games they've got open to them, Mm. I feel they're, they're, so jealous oh. of those people yeah. that you know that have maybe bought the five game bundle and they've got Astro Bot to look forward to. They got Resident Evil Seven to look forward to. They true. got Wipeout Omega yeah. Collection to look forward. To. They've, got... they've got basically games the coming out of their eyeballs, like you said. It's streaming yeah. everywhere. There's, there's there's not time on earth at the moment for them to play the amount of games <laughs> that is sitting there as a catalogue for oh, it's, I don't like don't get me wrong man I don't forget it because I'm surrounded by people who don't play VR as well in my, mm. in my real life like um, people have played it and they're just like oh it made me feel a bit ill oh you know oh what is it like a roller coaster simulator and I'm like yeah there's a lot more than roller coaster simulators because that's what they see on YouTube is people going yeah. on roller coasters or falling flat on their face like, YouTube actually shows people the virtuality is bloody dangerous. And they're like, I ain't doing that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It do, you know, and that's the truth of it. So, you know, I don't forget, I guess I do forget it. It's an, I can easily remind myself, though, just by having one conversation at work. Um, because, like I said, it's a great tantrum. We had a bit of a chat about it and a bit of a laugh. Um, people call it the VR. The VR. I mean, like, to me, I go into virtuality, so I call it in VR. But other people call it like you're going to the cinema, the VR. Have you been in the VR today? And I'm like, why do you call it the VR? And they're like, well, it is the VR. And I'm like, well, you got the Oculus, you got this. And they're like, yeah, but it's the VR. And I'm like, okay. They don't get, do you it's, know what it's, I mean? It's, it's when they start going, have you been in the ver today? <laughs> yeah. yeah so. I, I was going to add to that that, um, yeah, it, with them not having any games slated any blockbuster games coming out in December. To me, that was another sale was going to be the only selling point of, of VR. So but myself, we are looking I, at... just, I want to see headsets move off the shelf. So yeah, I wasn't they, really they... that... Yeah, they will still walk off the shelf regardless of new content because the new content isn't as relevant for those people because all of the content is new for them anybody who's just buying a headset buying in now mm-hmm. all of the content is new for them yeah i'm having a the people that have been around for a long time in vr we are going psvr content is slowing down but i think that's to do with uh developers prepping for playstation 5 release and that when the 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 run-up to PSV, uh, the the PlayStation Five, is actually officially announced by Sony. That's when they're going to drop all of the newest games that will be coming for PSVR, but to PS Five and PSVR, mm-hmm. not just PS Four and V PSVR. Yeah, but didn't we have this problem the last couple of years for December that really there wasn't any huge games because December's never been the, the month of big title releases anyway? You mean you might get an Assassin's Creed, but really it's um, it's anyway. January is usually the kicker. Like, I mean, the one thing I always remember <clears throat> is the first time I brought my PlayStation VR 
Uh, and I had the October ones. It was like waiting, waiting, waiting. And then it was like Resident Evil 7, end of January. Mm. But I don't, I, if you ask me what, what was released in December for uh, PlayStation VR or even November, I don't think there was hardly anything. You got that initial boost of games when the, the, the headset released in October. Yeah. I don't think there was anything. Even, even with the flat screen games, I don't think Sony has any big releases in uh, no, in don't. December. But you know, the outside world <laughs> is becoming more and more aware of VR because uh, one of my friends even sent me a link uh, from Amazon to show that that two hundred dollar VR bundle was sold out. Yeah, it's a great time to be saying uh, right now. PC VR is killing it. Sony. Uh, it's basically it's the calm before the storm is what you're saying and I'll tell you what I hope you're right yeah, man I that's really what I'm saying yeah I hope you're right and McConaughey says the best selling game each month is still Job Simulator I thought it was Beat Saber but if he's on about just Playstation because they do release a top no, 10 it's Beat Saber. It no it's Beat Saber <clears throat> he might be on about in the UK or something I don't know but um... no it's still Beat Saber although Job Simulator is was the number until Beat Saber come out? It was Job Simulator because it always made me laugh. It was just like Jesus Christ, yeah, is there no one that sort of like can this month? Yeah. It's 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 yeah, Job Simulator. Like, this I month think, is Job Simulator, think, but no, Beat, Job Beat Simulator Saber does a really is a really good way of um, learning how to interact in virtuality. It's very mm. simple, isn't it? And, yeah. you're, and it's almost like room scale for the first time. You're not needing a controller yeah. to move around. And, you can and unfortunately, stuff. that's why I've never played it. <clears throat> what do you mean? Oh, because of your space. That's, yeah, because my space, I can't play. I see it. what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Right, cool. But, um, as as a side note, we have something else to move on, which is anybody's over on GT's uh, Discord as well. There is a uh, a section in there that lives there for questions that you may <laughs> ask us, and we have a bit of a question. And I think this is a good one as well. It lives there for the moment. Do you think it's becoming the standard to release unfinished games Ooh. and then update through a patch Ooh. weeks or months down the line on PSVR? I think... Can we, the consumer, keep buying pre-orders without waiting first from a review from a trustworthy source such as ourselves and other... Uh, YouTubers that are self-funded, basically, that are not the big guys like IGN to actually do the sort of thing that we do and and do all the different streams that are post-launch as well as the pre-launch stuff. I don't know if it's becoming a standard, but I do think they're using it as too much of a safety net. And every time that I hear that a game is delayed now, I'm actually semi-more happy about it then I am upset because those initial impressions of a broken game, you can't change that. I mean, unless, unless I don't know, unless, like, I don't know, you've got a million subscribers that aren't just the people who watch VR because it's funny, um, you know, because normally the smaller channels are the ones that are the intricate followers. They're the ones with mm. the solid communities, and maybe you can turn it around that way. But apart from that, I, I don't know. First impressions are like Aspire 1. Like, I actually really enjoyed that game, uh, but there was definitely bugs uh, on the Quest version. There was especially some bugs I come across, the things that were happening that was a bit weird. Uh, but on the PSVR, dude, I watched Crafter's stream after everyone was telling me. It was just so happens everyone was talking about it and he was streaming at the time. And I was like, damn, dude. Do you know what I mean? Like, how did that happen? How did... 
And it's because they were trying to get the game out because um, on multiple platforms. It's their first game and it's out on every single platform. That's rare. That doesn't happen very often, does it? Do you know what I mean? Like, normally it comes to PC or it comes to PlayStation and then it goes elsewhere. It come out on everything all at once. So, were they pushed? Are they reliant on updates? Yeah, they are. That is, it's a safety net that they're abusing, in my opinion. I don't, I don't think that's actually a PlayStation VR problem. I think that's a current generation gaming platform. Uh, oh, because just look chat. at them. Yeah, just going to say, uh, you got cold joke again. Thank you for the crispy $5. Thank you, sir. Um, I waited two years to get into PSVR because of fear of motion sickness. Yeah, you have a lot of things like that that go on. Um, uh, I just want to point out Deji's comment uh, yep. because that actually is so true. Yeah. Um, about uh, uh, I, th- I think sometimes we forget about a really good developer. A, a developer comes across and actually genuinely cares because I was actually offered a key for an on duty D day by Reggie, and he apologised. Uh, he was like, "Oh, I'm really sorry. I, I'll get you. I'll get, I'll get your key out to you." And I was like, "Reggie, I brought the game." He's like, oh, I didn't mean you to buy a game. I was like, I don't care. I'll remember this. I want to support you. I'll remember this. I think think with PC VR, uh, developers get around releasing a broken game by putting it in early access. Mm. But I think over on PSVR, if you release a broken game, there's probably no coming back from that. I mean, only the big AAA publishers, uh, like, for instance, releasing a broken Call of Duty uh, the game's going to well, recover after they we, put we've out. We've already patches. gone through this today, haven't we? With Arizona Sunshine, when that released, it was it was essentially broken. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I had a great time with it later on, dude. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's always a way back. Back. They fixed but, it. But that's a game that's been around for a while, and I think that they have promoted that game, so to speak. So there might be some people that's willing to, um, you know, wait for patches for the game to, you know. But a game that we've never heard of before or something, if it releases broken, I, I don't know if it can recover from it, especially on a PlayStation VR format. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to concentrate on what DJ said. I'm going to jump onto what you got, Colt Yogurt said, and then we need to hold on to um, what DJ said. Um, so going through DJ's comment again, can the consumer keep buying pre-orders uh, without first waiting for review? I'll be honest with you, dude. Um, it's good business for me. To be fair, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It is, you know, what I mean, I'm I'm here to promote VR, but at the same time, if I'm playing a game and you're standing there watching me struggle, and I'm like, dude, I cannot play this game. Uh, this isn't working. That's not working. It's awful experience. It's the same thing. I would never set out to do that, and I don't think any of us would. We're here to promote yeah. the positives, but you're gonna see real, honest opinions. So, in, in terms of what I want to do for my living. It's a great thing, you know. What I mean, if develop, but it's not good for VR in 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 general. I don't think it's good. I, I really well, it's I'd rather it's them the delay same, a like game. Said. Yeah, it's like uh, I I do I like doing first plays sometimes, where I just go straight in, haven't touched anything in the game, do a stream without knowing anything, come out as as a fresh person would when they first get hold of a game. I do it all the time. Yeah. I regret and... it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, um, I'm like, we, oh we, no. We've both had those. We've both had those moments. 
Um, but it's, it's sort of like the other side where you go in and you'll go, okay, um, with a game that I played on the other night, uh, No Way Out, a uh, couple of terminology and different things. I was sort of like, yeah, devs, you might want to look at that bit, please, because that's a little bit confusing. And you know that's that's like fair enough. It's not like absolute killer. Sorry, I did that. I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, it it does seem more of a state of games development in total. I think I'm with I'm I'm in that on this. But I don't think that it's about just the VR industry. I think the games industry <clears throat> and a lot of industries in total uh, have issues where there are bugs in them that aren't realised or aren't dealt with. What, um, I, what I don't get is right, yeah, is that, and I've said this before, and I don't know if anyone's new to the channel, I tried a game at a game show and I could not get on with it, I couldn't get on with the controls, and I was basically told I play too many VR games. That was my problem. I have almost like an accumulative data of what I expect a game to play like, what I expect it to feel like, what I expect mm. controls to be labelled as, and I go into a game and I'm like, what the hell is going on? I don't know what that means. I don't know where I'm going. And she said to me, that is my problem. I play too many VR games. It's a valid point in a way. If I was brand new to VR, maybe what games I playing the other day, dude? Oh, it's Gollum again. But, stick yeah. move or something. I was like, but, but the same. What does that mean? All they meant there. was use yeah. a thumbstick. That's all he meant was use a thumbstick or something on the DS4. But stick movement. I was like, Sticks movement? Like, what's he talking about? I don't know. I, I no, didn't get that. That's 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 the thing. Them telling you that you've got too much experience, in, and then then going, well, the problem is that you've got too much experience, so we're not going to listen to your comment. But here's the thing: there's a load of other people that aren't streamers that have your same experience yeah. of playing that many games. Yeah, yeah. and the con and there is a language involved in options and stuff like that that we are growing more familiar with. And whenever a developer has actually had their head in their own office and haven't had the experience of playing as many games, because believe it or not, a lot of game developers, they don't play as many games as you would think because they're too busy actually building them. No, and I know that. I know that. They're in the bubble, man, and I get that. I really do. Yeah. But unfortunately, they put themselves in the bubble and then say, here's the excuse for this is what we think is the right words that you should be using. And we go, no, I don't understand that word. And it's it's wrong of a developer in this sense to go and not listen to someone who has played a load of games to go, these are the words that people are expecting at this point. This is what I'm trying to say. Like, makes sense to people. Like, it's, it, the other thing I like about PC VR, and one of the reasons I wanted to back it in the first place was early access. I like mm. that. You get the game at I a like reduced it. rate, and the yeah. developer is there to listen to feedback. Yeah. I think that is bloody smart, and I think virtual reality needs that so badly because we all talk about betas mm. and alphas and stuff that's cool but um for that that idea to see a game because most of the early access titles i get are good 80 90 percent done they look really good and they're playable and they're ready oh yeah but um yeah, the problem is when somebody releases as a full game 
But what you get is something that you would expect of an early access game. Yeah. And you have months and months of uh, patches on that there. But what annoys me mostly is when I'm live streamed to an audience, um, we can range from whatever number, and I'm, I feel like I'm playtesting it live. Mm. And I'm like, come on, dude. Like, there must have been someone out there, a regular cousin, aunt, uncle, that pl- plays VR, because you, you know what I mean? That you go, play this game for us, let me know what you think. Like, because I would have, <laughs> I would have gone, I'd rather do this without 40 people watching or something and go, that doesn't work. It's gutting. Mm. It's, uh, it... Oh, I've, I've done loads of games um, and I always, I've always done first impressions um, because I, uh, I, I've had people that say I've had the same experience that you have. Yeah. It wasn't clear. I didn't understand it. I've had other people that have said, Nat, you're a complete moron. How did you not understand this? That was me logged in. I, pl- else. I just play the game as I as I see it, um, um, and I will rage on some things. I have a very low threshold for, uh, like, I have a, a very quick temper that goes. So if I don't understand something quickly, it's like uh, I was playing. Uh, and this I think Sorrento was the one when it used always. Uh... Well, Sorrento was the one, but the most current one that I I flipped out on was actually the Curious Tale of the Stolen Pets. Oh yeah, and it's actually the first island, yeah. and I literally was flipping out because I couldn't figure out what I was doing wrong, and I was like, I don't get this, I don't understand. Was it, it. to do with the I kettle? I guess I'm just a dumb f. Was and literally, to... that's that's like there's a five minute rant in that game where I'm just going, I'm a complete and utter dumb, and look like that, that, and it's nothing against the game. It's just I didn't get it, and then suddenly I got it, and it's just like oh. Okay, actually, that was rather simple. But yeah. it's like I was ranting about myself. I wasn't specifically ranting at the game. It's just like I don't don't understand it. But I've always done that. You know, the I, I play the game as it is. Some people like it, uh, how I play the games. Um, some people don't. I know a lot of people uh, watch because I got um, uh, an early copy uh, sent to me, not by the developer, it just I bought the game and it turned up about four days early of Star Trek Bridge Crew. And I always remember it because that got me so many uh, subscribers and everything. I played Star Trek Bridge Crew and I was enjoying it. I was having a bit of a trouble. And then, uh, as you know, during that game, it gives you the Kobayashi Maru test. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And as soon as it mentioned the Kobayashi Maru, I flipped. I was just like, you effers. I I know what the Kobayashi Maru is and everything like that. And a load of people were just laughing up their asses because they thought it was so funny because I was literally flipping out over the Kobayashi Maru. Nothing against the game. It didn't play badly or anything. I just flipped out of it. Just like, I know what this is. I know you want me to fail. Great. I'm appreciated that you want me to fail and (laughs) things like that. But... I've always done it that way because I've always wanted to give an honest response that if somebody is actually going to be spending hard-earned money on a game uh, and it's a bad game, like, you know, I don't like Don't Knock Twice. I uh, I didn't like Crisis on the Planet uh, uh, of the Apes. thought they were really bad games. Don't Knock Twice is the reason I started streaming. Yeah. Because it was so I bad. Thought was, <laughs> I thought it was a, such a bad game. I, and mm. I mean, admittedly, I did overstep the bounds with that because I, I did call the developers a lot of bad names. Yeah. Uh, Which yeah, game look, did I, you say started you streaming, GT? Uh, Don't Knock Twice. Okay. It's like a horror game, but it was just, I'd never 
come across so many because I think originally Sony's Q&A was quite a high profile thing like their games that all come out in the beginning were actually really good quality there was no real issues with anything and I played Don't Knock twice and I was like going through walls and like I could just walk through places and this woman was getting glitched out and it was the first time really I'd experienced glitches in virtuality and I found them fascinating I was like this is amazing and um I think my first stream is just... I, th I think I swear a bit, and I sort of walk around going, what is this game? What's this about? This is crap. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I can't remember. I haven't watched it. But I remember it not really being anything... I don't know, important. But it was just... Uh, that was the game that actually made me press the share button for some reason. I don't know why. You know, my experience with Killing Floor, I streamed that game because um, I bought that game on the PSVR. And... Some people I, really struggle with the controls for that. What's that? Some people really struggle with the controls. For that exactly. Game. I didn't think it was a bad game, but I had issues with the controllers. Yes, yeah, I got on five of them. For some reason, it mapped out to me perfectly in my mind. I'm yeah. So, so me, I tried it again. Well, I will try it again because as part of picking up um, Aspire, Aspire 1, 1 uh, Killing Floor came with that, and I want to try it on the PC with different controllers, with thumbsticks and stuff like that, because I want to give this game another chance, because I think when I did it the first time, uh, because the controllers had me confused, I didn't want the viewers to get the impression that this game was a broken mess uh, based on me not understanding it. So yeah. so now when I do streams, I try to take a few minutes to get familiarized, familiarized with the controls and then go live, because I don't want to stream to make a game look like it's junk because I didn't understand the controls. Yeah, I mean, I do, I think, uh, Boarding Steel, for example, I jumped in, I checked there were smooth controls, uh, smooth turning, because I love smooth turning, I don't really like any games about that, and a few other bits, but then I was out again. I made sure it run right, press the record, make sure my voice is okay and all that, stop recording, like 10 seconds I'm in the game for. That's pretty much how I run most of my streams. Um, if you guys are alright, I'm going to jump to you. you got Cold Yogurts. Uh, thank you ever so much for the donation. He said he waited two years to get a PSVR because of fear of motion sickness. Um, so, I don't know how you guys are with motion sickness. The only person I've ever talked about it is Lincoln, really. Uh, when we first met, he brought it up as like a real point of... It, it affected me massively. It's a very yeah. big thing. Go ahead, Salsa. Uh, Go ahead. Um, I've seen it a few times because uh, I've had the unfortunate position where friends of mine who wanted to try something out and they know they have motion sickness issues in real life and with flat screen video games they have motion sickness issues oh yeah i was gonna say that yeah my games. auntie can't my auntie right could play first person shooters do her if she watches especially if she's watching Ooh. someone else play it it makes her feel yeah. sick so yeah yeah <clears throat> But my friend uh, would not play the games that I recommended to them because the only games they're interested in is driving games because they are a massive, massive car nut. Right. And they absolutely point blank refused to play any other game in VR first apart from a driving game. Was it JD? Talking about JD? No, it wasn't oh. JD, but oh. it's actually my best friend. And they, they did refu they refused to play anything but uh, Dirt Rally cool. in VR. Yeah. And of course, as soon as they pressed the accelerator, they're like, no, no. 
I got them to play something else eventually, which was a bit of Beat Saber, but by that point, they are now absolutely 100% convinced that they cannot play VR under any circumstance because they will be sick. Yeah. You know... Um, uh, Another example was where before I realized stuff like this, I actually put someone into rigs as their first game. Yeah, that's strong. And I had all of the comfort settings turned off because it was my version of the game, not a fresh version of the game. Were you trying to kill them? Yeah. They they kept on playing for like five, no, 10, 15 minutes. Um, when they came out of that, about uh, 30 minutes later, it hit them, and it took them out for the next day. Mm-hmm. So they are absolutely convinced that they could not play VR, and I know that they could because they managed to do that for 15 minutes with no no confidence on as their first introduction. If they came in through a good game, where it's only their natural body motion that is the thing in the game, then they would be great. And that's where people need to be to come in from. That's the onboarding level with VR, is that you always come in with a game where the only form of locomotion is the locomotion that you make with your head yourself. No turning this, no, that's turning right. that, no teleportation, yeah. no nothing like that. Just something where your direct movement is the only movement in the game. I'm loving Robert Dodge's that's comment. That's where you need to come from. He put, I stupidly played ISS the first day I got my quest, which is my first real HMD. <laughs> Stupid idea. <laughs> that's the space game man you're like floating around oh, oh yeah that would have you know, um, that's amazing Riggs Riggs is the game that made me nearly sell my PSVR and get out of VR altogether I nearly left VR because of that um Riggs because is it, brilliant man. It, it, it was it made me so sick I nearly threw up um and again I was about to sell the VR unit but, you know, I saw a few videos of some YouTubers that suggested drinking uh, ginger ale, uh, eating ginger root, candy, uh, taking breaks, play games where you sit down versus standing up. All that stuff combined eventually helped me get my um, VR legs under me to the point where I didn't need this stuff anymore. Yeah. But, yeah, like uh, uh, I, I was, you know, ginger ale was like an insulin shot to me. I couldn't play VR without it. Um <laughs> You know, but I eventually, I eventually overcame it. I got my VR legs under That's me now, wicked. so there's not many games I, that could, you know, ginger ale delivered. Like, yeah, there is there is a common misconception as well because you said about seated experience, and a lot of people at the beginning were saying, well, things where you're cockpitted or things like that, you're not going to get motion sickness from that as well because of this, that, and the other. And I'm sort of like, um. That's not the case. It's not a thing of whether you're sitting or standing. Mm-hmm. It's literally that any motion that you make has to just be that is the only motion that you get. Yeah. No other form of motion. I and agree. then it's good. I agree. Drive Club also made me uh, sick as well. And that's a sitting experience. Yeah, that made a lot of people yeah. ill. Uh, 
Right, uh, I'm gonna, let's go back to uh, DJ's comment. <clears throat> if anyone remember when the release... So this is going back to the price and stuff of VR games and developers. And he's, anyone remember the release of Honor and Duty, multiple betas, uh, which he did do for people to get part, get their hands on the game. Reggie kept popping into Q&A streams. Uh, he, he was, he was actually live in streams, talking to people back in the chat and stuff. Uh, and he said, a lot of us, not just me, I don't know if it was just me, but um, I couldn't actually, I had some free keys for the game and a lot of people didn't want them because they wanted to pay for no. the game because it was like seven ninety nine. Something like that. And because he'd done so much with the community, they wanted to support him. I, you know? And that's... Well, everybody Everybody who's playing it was having such a good time anyway that you felt like at the price that he was offering that game... Oh, yeah. You've already played enough of the game and got enough fun out of the game to have dropped that money for that in the first place. I mean, I can't believe offered, that price. You know, he offered me a key as well. And I made a point of not going back to him before I had the opportunity of buying the game. Yeah. As well. But it's how lovely. What deal. what an amazing community. What an like almost and they're not just there for the, the quick buck or the steal or like just to use someone. They actually want to see him flourish and do well. They want to go, do you know what? That is a very good product. I'm really enjoying myself. Here's it's almost a tip, <laughs> like do you know what I mean. Seven ninety nine for what that game was achieving at the time was amazing. And as I said to you before, I was in Firewall, and the guys told me that I was lying. That I was playing Firewall, and I was like, "Yeah, there's this game, uh, Honor and Duty, blah blah blah. It's thirty two players." And the guy went outright, "No, you cannot have a game that's got thirty two players in virtuality. No system can do it." I was like, "I've done it a minute ago. It happened. It's you know so." It is. It's very. Yeah. It's very clever. It's very clever. Yeah. What he. What he. What he did there is just such a good way to engage with the uh, community. Um, there are a lot of developers on the VR side, as indie developers, that are highly aware that as a market, um, VR is still very much in its infancy. Uh, Half Life uh, coming out from um, Valve as well will change some other perceptions but it's a, a you know it's a case that this is a developing industry yeah it's a developing means of communication it's no longer the same rule book that video games have been using no that's video fine. games have been using a pretty set game book to play by in terms of what you do with a game and it, their development, whereas VR, it's a whole new ball game, and um, it's those that communicate, like Reggie and a few others, that have had really good communication, that that pay the best benefits and reap the best rewards. Um, but. Ooh, where you have those that aren't engaging and then releasing something and then it then becomes the point of agile reprogramming or post-patching. Mate, I've, I've... Yeah, absolutely. Sit down midlife. Take care of yourself, man. Thank you, everyone, for being here. I know this has been a long show. Uh, I know some people like that. I know some people are like, what the hell? So let's quickly try and cover some new games that are coming out. Um, and first up, for a full screen trailer will be uh, Stardust Odyssey. 
He's using the artifact to reopen the breach to the world of the Abyss. We don't have much time. Only the power of the Nine Relics will break the barrier. Don't get too close to the Decoy Guardians. Searching for the relics. Thank you for your purchase. We've been spotted. Okay, so I'm like, should be back live, and they shouldn't have heard us through that. Um, we come in at the end. I think it looks gorgeous. I think it looks gorgeous. It does look gorgeous, but as I was saying, I'm not quite sure what the game's trying to tell me it's about. Um, I can see it's co-op, like we were saying, and it does look very good. But yeah, I'm not... I was like watching it, I was thinking, what do you want me to... It looks good, it sounds good, I'm thinking it is good, but I don't understand the gameplay personally at the moment no you know what i mean we need to understand the gameplay yeah i get where you're coming from you need to understand the gameplay before you can get on board to going here you go there's my money it's yeah and yeah. that that like sell say to me in visual terms that really looks gorgeous and I take on board what you're saying. I have no idea what the gameplay is about. I want to find out just because I want to be inside the the look of that game, which has um, sort of like uh, just um, oh, what's the Disney cartoon? Uh, Sunken City. Um, what Atlantis? Atlantis. There's something about that that's got that Atlantean overcomplicated filled with symbiology and all of this type of stuff 
that I just love the look of and like uh, a magical thing of technology mixed with <laughs> this sort of like magical nature and I do like that as a look. I'll have to go with JD but... man. He basically said it looks like a belt of blood on crack. <laughs> yeah. And I do sort but of I, see what I, he's I saying. I love the look of it. Yeah. I love the look of it. But where where it is as gameplay, I haven't got a clue. Would need to find out before like this before you spend any money on that, you want to know what it is you're spending money on for a yeah. gameplay. I've had it for like a that week, doesn't... and I just haven't had time to check it out, so I will be. But I'll... here's, here's the question. What's the would you take a chance on this game if Sony had a refund policy like Oculus's? Of course so I you would. could try it for two hours. Of course I would. That's why I think Sony need to update their their policy, because I think some, in some cases it's hurting developers. It's the reason I didn't buy Battlewake. I'm waiting for Battle Wake on the Oculus Quest. Yeah, in my case, this is a this is a game where I right now I simply have too much on my plate in terms of games that have come out in the past month and games that are on the horizon. It's just simply too much on my plate. If this was a game where it would uh, release in a window where nothing else was around it, then yeah, I'd, I'd jump right on it and give it a try because it definitely looks different. Yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm struggling to keep up. I'm, every time I go from my emails, I see <clears throat> something else. That's um, but yeah, it's definitely. I think it's definitely this week. I'm trying to find. I'm pretty sure it comes out this week. No, it comes out this week. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which means any embargoes will be at the same time upon release. So I'll have to dig through my emails and try and find um, when I, and when 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 we're allowed to show that. Uh, next up. Uh, is something that our man Lincoln was looking forward to. I believe. We are go for main engine start. T minus six, five, four, three, two, one, and lift off of the space shuttle Discovery with the Hubble Space Telescope, our window on the universe. Welcome to the wonderful world of working in a vacuum. for launching the Hubble telescope was to improve our estimates of the size and age of the universe. So, um, yeah, we were just talking about... Or I was just asking whether this game is already on PCVR. And the guys told me, no, it's coming to PlayStation first. 
which is pretty cool. And we're talking about Apollo 11, and I noticed Dark's comment. He said he actually teared up uh, in Apollo 11, and yeah, like um, I did. It is that was amazing. Like it was when that game starts, and um, and uh, Kennedy's doing his speech. You've got no choice but to be quiet. You got to listen to it, and you know absorb everything that's going on. This is one of the things about these games as well. These are not just games or experiences. They're based on real-world events. These are historic pieces. And the thing that I take from this, and I've said about different things, because the same people made Titanic, same people made uh, Apollo 11, this is a different way of keeping history alive. This is a way of you doing something that actually happened in the real world. The reason why we can tear up, the reason why we feel emotion about them more is that we know that we are doing something that has a particular context within our own lives or outside of our lifespan that we know was real. So you're not part of the crew that said we never went to the moon? Yeah, to be a part of the crew that went to the moon, don't do that, I heard that, GT. (laughs) To be a part of the crew that went to the moon, to have been on the Titanic and survived and all of these things that are moving outside of uh, living memory, to have been on a Lancaster bomber bombing uh, Germany uh, during World War II, things like this that are about to go out of living memory that we know are real-world experiences. And Frank. Now, this this one is my childhood dream. Yeah. You know, that's my childhood dream. And VR is going to be able to allow me to experience it. So... What do I think of this? Um, hey, sign me up. But I'm waiting for the PC version. Okay. Uh, in my case, I'm looking forward to this to the point where I might double dip. I am going to pick this up on the PlayStation VR, and I'll probably pick it up again when it comes to PC. And you make a very good point about historical events and actually being a part of it. Um, yeah. I spent years doing a lot of research on the Titanic, only to come to the conclusion that those ships were switched. But in any case, um, to be on the deck of that ship, knowing that it's sinking and the staff, the White Star staff is lying to everybody, telling them this is just a precaution, and you get in that lifeboat and you watch the nose of that ship go under, uh, the Apollo mission to be inside that ship, inside that capsule. Everything is red from all the um, fire coming out of the rocket. And you see the sky and then just like that, it's pitch black, you know, going into space just that quick. And then this right here, um, I did play, I did play, a, um, I forgot what the game is called over on PC when you're inside a space station and you have to go outside and uh, repair an arm or something. That was damaged. ISS um, we was talking about. I that that yeah. game and even along with Lone Echo, Felt so real that I was scared that if I let go of that robotic arm, I was going to float off into space. And just, <laughs> Lincoln, it was, like, ah, in real it's, life. 
Yeah, I mean, so oh, yeah. to be to get a bird's but eye view, lone, to get, lone get echo a... is is not is uh is it looks really good. It looks that good that it could be real, but it's not real. And we know when something we know that these are real events. We know this is based on actual real world event. And that's the point on this side that connects us sometimes more emotionally than we might realise. Yeah, and yeah, it's a good way of teaching that... as well. It's a good way of teaching people who weren't there and who don't know about an historical event. And it's it's so much better than reading a book. I'm not, but it is like I, I don't get me wrong. I like I like reading books, and I I've done that thing where I've seen a film and I've read the book, and the book was better because it was my imagination. But virtuality, I feel sometimes gives me memories of things. You know what I mean? Like I remember Anne Frank's house now, pretty well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I, I think that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, and with this space shuttle thing, I want to see what the astronauts saw when they re-enter the Earth's atmosphere. That tremendous amount of heat. I want to see what they saw out of the window. Was there's so much red heat coming up that they couldn't see in front of them? You know, the loss of radio contact while they're entering. I want to experience what they experience. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, the other point that I, I kind of get to is why I say that when we've gone into something knowing this is a, a historic uh, experience, this is a real world experience, makes a big difference and we actually connect to it differently or we seem to connect to it differently in VR as I've seen someone who went through the uh, Titanic VR experience, the bit where you sit and are taken off of the ship and stuff like that, he's a young kid is probably about 10 years old and he's just gone through that entire thing of being lowered down on on the the boat and seeing the whole Titanic break up, and he comes out and someone's asked him, "So, what is your opinion on that?" And then he just went, "Oh yeah, I mean, it was really good for a for, you know for a made up film story." And then someone went, "No, that wasn't made up. That really happened. That that was a ship that really sank." And he went, "Well, no, it's a film, isn't it? I've seen the film." Mm. And they went, no, that's based on real life. What you just saw there was real life. And he went from being his normal color and all of the color just drained straight out of him. Every single hair on the kid's head was like, Gung! and you could just see immediately that it struck like lightning, that what he had just witnessed was something that had actually happened in real life. When we come from something knowing that something's already happened in real life and do it in VR, that connection when done properly is really powerful. It is. And some other experiences that I would love to see where I think VR would be a great educational tool is to be on, for instance, to be on the Yamato when it was attacked by over 300 aircrafts, to be on the turf pits when it capsized, to be on the Hindenburg when it exploded, coming in for a landing. Those are all experiences that would be a tremendous educational tool in VR. You can get the Hindenburg thing. Death the Star Hindenburg run. thing is a, is a thing. I think the Death Star run would be great in VR. <laughs> Definitely. 
Uh, yeah, good point. But I, I want to like experience what the people that were in, in those tragedies were experiencing. Yeah, VR, I know what you're so saying, man. Like, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, how would you react when you're about to lose your life here in a few seconds? I'd, yeah. uh, I'd, I'd like, in a way, I'd like to do more educational stuff in it. Like, I'd like to... Uh, I always think of VR would be stuff like the tools to teach people. Someone in a pit crew, for example, in Formula, Formula One. You could learn how to do that in virtual reality. You know well, they I mean? are doing that. They are doing that. There's a lot of industries out there that now do that. I mean, Walmart, the amount of money that Walmart spend on VR is insane. Yeah. You've got this for surgeons as well. You've got some of the more detailed systems where they are teaching surgeons how to do operations. What was the quote from Oculus when they done that? um, When they done that, uh, like, Thing, that test didn't they do you remember and the guy quoted it actually on their on their live chat OC6 what was it there was like a percentage um, oh, I can't remember what it was um, you're talking about the uh, percentage of people for the surgery thing is it <laughs> yeah because basically you, you, surgeons well, basically, still learn the traditional the, method yeah there's they? surgeons in uh, London or whatever where um there's a set of training that you go through. So you go to a real operating theatre, you observe different operations happening, and then that has to then be um, done. As a percentage of people that go through that initial just watching something to then being walked through by a surgeon, the percentage of people that could pass the test going straight onto a test on a dummy was zero yeah from watching surgery normally mm-hmm. the people who were put through vr and had to do it in vr the percentage of people that came out being able to do the surgery was 80 percent yeah uh, on their first runs rather than zero percent yeah I, yeah it is amazing yeah it is and it's almost like uh, when i talk to people about my job and stuff like that people always say oh the way i learn something is hands-on yeah Mm. to do it you know you can talk about it you can read about it but until you actually physically get something in front of you and you've got to do something with it that's when you learn do you know what i mean and that's what i think virtuality is i think from a safety aspect as you're saying about experiences you can also learn to deal with situations um, you know, it's like when you learn a martial art, isn't it? All right, not necessarily when people have had a drink and they're running at you and all that. Are you going to start thinking about your kata? Do you know what I mean? But hopefully, hopefully there is a something in your brain that goes, oh, remember, like, if he does this, to punch that guy in the throat or gouge his eye, whatever it is, there's supposed to be a default reaction to what's going on. And I think that's the idea of virtuality, isn't it? It can teach you or get you ready for certain things that could happen. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's amazing yeah. as well. In, in, in that sense, yeah, definitely. it's It can be a very big tool. Yeah. Obviously, our focus is normally games. I love but games. But VR can be used in so many different ways as well. But uh, I certainly think games are the more fun <laughs> aspect you of know, it. But I there's, do a think game, there's a game on Steam called Basic Car Garage Repair, I believe. 
it's a free to pair mm -hmm. it's a free to play game where um you're reassembling transmissions and uh other car parts you know cars are being brought in for repair and you're repairing them so it's a free to play game and i think it looks like an educational tool so uh, this is what's the other one wrench yeah. did you ever try ever try wrench anyone uh, no, I, I know Oculus also has no, a, uh, mate, I think serious. they also have an app where you're basically disassembling a jet engine as well. Yeah. Um, but we've moved away from, you know, this has all been prompted by uh, the discussion around <laughs> just one game. We've got more to get on with than finish, haven't we? Uh, there's only really one more, I mean, there's only one more new game we can touch on quickly, which is Ski Jump Pro. Um, as, as Nat, Nat, have you got something else to add on this subject, or Nat? are we good? No, no, carry on. Hey, carry on. Feel free to uh, go. Yeah, so Paradise said Wrench was awesome. Man, that was crazy. Proper talk settings, all sorts of stuff. And you had to build your workbench first before you could start work and screw it down. And it, it was almost a bit too much for me at the time. Uh, and, you know, I didn't really have... Um, uh, have time to get into it. Dark, I've been studying martial arts for over 30 years. I hear what you're saying about kata. It does not work in a street fight. That's when you get into Mai Tai. Nice, dude. Um, Understood. I took Okinawan Shorin Ru for about uh, five five years. And yeah, the kata stuff, you know. Basically, I'm a defensive fighter, so I did get into a lot of fights back when I was studying the martial arts. And I think the key is um, if you see the punch coming and you take a step back to parry your opponent's attack, uh, from there is basically a variety of things you can do, uh, but yeah, a lot. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely get what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, unless anyone's got anything to add, I think that'd be a great time to wrap the show up. Um, Robert Dodge says, I think we should do a weekly VR think tank at the end of every show. <laughs> do you know, what I would do <laughs> if there was a ready supply of coffee and biscuits. Uh, I probably would do, but um, yeah, for, uh, Sunday for me either means I've worked Sunday or I've got to prepare to start work for the next week. So um, when it rolls in this late, which is completely uh, my fault, I was already. Wait, well, is it my fault? I don't know. Skype let me down massively today. <laughs> that was unreal what was going on earlier. Damn you, Microsoft! Oh, mate. Salsa's head was like that big. Nat didn't have a head. Lincoln wasn't here. I was like, what is going on, dude? <laughs> like, it was crazy. But anyway, thank you ever so much for being here, guys. Thank you for your likes. Thank you for your comments. You make the show uh, work. You really do. And um, thank you for your donations. So, yeah. Superb. You Take care, right. Robert Dodge. I see you. I see you. I'm, I'm going to keep plugging Take away at Asgard's. What's he doing? Pointing oh. out that I haven't finished Asgard's Wrath yet. I'll, I'll keep plugging away at it. Might I might finish it in yeah, 2023, so but I'll get to it. Nice. I'm finishing before you then, Lincoln. I'm finishing before you. <laughs> Superb. Right, as I said, uh, usually make sure you subscribe to these guys if you don't um, already. I will put their links in the description. Um, and yeah, thank you. I hope you, if I don't see you in the week or something, I hope you have a really good week and I hope you had a great weekend. And uh, we'll see you all next week uh, for another VR Link show, which, what date will that be? The 9th. So that'll be the date before Boneworks release. So I mm. think we might have to uh, get some footage together and have, have some uh, banter about Boneworks. So, um, mm. yes, guys. Take care of yourselves. Thank you, everyone. 
Bye-bye, guys. Wakanda forever!